Let me make sure we're recording. Please I'm, do. I'm a little I'm, rusty. I'm all woohooed ready, and you know, I'm a little rusty here. That's all. A little right. rusty. It's been a fucking week. No, it's been eight days because we recorded what Tuesday last yeah. week. Yeah. Hey, are, okay. you, uh, are you a, a multimillionaire who's going to tell me that's how hard it is to be a parent? <laughs> Who me? <laughs> Fuck. I'm only I'm only half of that. I'm not a multimillionaire. I wish. Matt and I have had it so good, but let me tell you, raising five boys, that is tough every day. Is that Michael Jackson's running? <laughs> no, but Pat or Pam or, or Brittany and Rom. Pat the Bunny. Oh, God. Three, three, two, one. Stop yeah. it. Let's do this. Fucking bitch. Okay. No play low. Right. Oh, now, now, God. now. Rise above the hatred. <laughs> John Cena, rise above. Oh yeah, look at you with the wrestling reference. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah, oh, I like him. God, I'll tell you, very comfortable well, with my masculinity, but also loyalty, respect. Yeah, whoo. Eight, eight. Three, two, one. Eleven o'clock comics, episode two hundred and twenty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> As usual, can't fault you for that. Well, yeah, because after this, it's all that. No, it's not. It's not. Krista has a baby? I have a baby. Oh, oh, little baby. Baby girl. She's our new baby. Yes, right. Hey. You're scaring a lot of listeners. Oh, no. Hey. Don't do it. Come here. Come here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it almost sounds dirty. Oh, I thought of you this afternoon when I got home because they played um, Memory of a Memory, the Adventure Time episode where where, uh, Marceline's boyfriend takes uh, wants to take away the the memory of their breakup. Yes. Isn't that that episode sad? It is, and she can you know, he's like, I can't see because Finn's kicking him in the head, and then, and then but I, right, I there's something not right with her. She's, I mean, I know she's bad in quotes, like Marceline's bad. She's got something working on her. She's just like, oh yeah, she's not right. She's unstable. That's all bad. I mean, that's, that's well, yeah. Just, that's what happens? You can mess your kids up. There you go. But I, 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 every time now, I think just like you, you see LSP and you think of me. I see Marceline and I think of you because. You, you know, we, we were talking about how much of a bitch she was when she was, you know, when she kept kicking Finn and Jake out of every every place they wanted to make a house. I they, know. You know, she's like, no, this is my place. You know, wow. you know, I every time I see this one person on TV, I think of you, David. Oh, shit. Nina on Alphas. Because <laughs> he hates I her. You now. I'm done. I'm just like, you know, she is kind of a skinny white chick. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there kind of is. Give me, a, give me a barrel full of them. You'll be all right with that. Yeah. Oh, and I was just talking about Rory, our our our, our new puppy. And Vince, we gave her her middle name, and I was thinking of you whenever we did it. What is the middle name of this dog? First Ronan. of all, for, wait. First of all, oh, is Rory oh. a Doctor Who reference for the dog? No. No. Oh. Her mid, middle name. Her, awesome. Her middle name is Ronan. Oh, nice. <laughs> so you named her after the best Frank Miller work? Oh no, I think she named well, her after I, a decent Robert De Niro movie. It's, no, no, not the De Niro movie. Definitely the Frank Miller graphic novel. Yeah, nice. It's Rory, it's Rory Ronan Chaos Conlon. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be shitting me. Your dog has four names. 
Yeah. As long as your dog's a Mormon. That's great. Yeah. And sometimes we just call her shithead. Well, yeah, I, yeah. everyone in my family no, gets that name from time to time. No, don't pee there, shithead. I've said that today. Don't pee there, shithead. And my wife got real mad at me for yelling at her. I was going to um, mom. Hey, everybody. <laughs> my mom. <laughs> don't eat that. That's fiberglass. Leave it. Leave it. Hey, everybody. It's yeah, 11 o'clock comics. I yeah. am Vince B. Yes, you are. And I am not a feckless bully. Oh, oh. <laughs> nice. Thank you. It's all back there. That was good. That was good. I got called a communist today, and I was like, no, asshole, I'm a socialist. Get your fucking political system straight. Wait, you want to be a socialist? Bernie. Yeah, I'm a socialist, sure. Uh, but you are who? I'm sorry? What? You don't believe in, like, Medicare and Social well, Security? You said you're a socialist. Like, I, I, I didn't hear your name. Just no, I'm Chris, I'm we Chris do Chris not want to go there. Talk comics, buddy. <laughs> we're trying to. We're trying to pull. I am. Uh, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm not Jason Wood. I'm David Price. No, you're Jason. You're David Price. And if you haven't <laughs> noticed, yeah. If you if you haven't noticed, Jason is not here this we're week. Off the rails. Yes. We need Jason. Obviously, we need Jason. Jason's currently staging an intervention at the Rob Liefeld compound and cannot make it this week. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so he won't be Rob here. But let's go back. I'd like, should I do that again? Because I kind of screwed it up now. Uh, I, I would like to make an intervention. I'm in, intervening in your incessant spending too much on comics, you people, because there's a better way. Discount comic book service. DC, it's just a mess. It's just a mess. <laughs> DC, DCB, DCBService.com, where you can get books like Bedlam. Number one from Image, written by that Nick Spencer guy, uh, uh, Morning Glories, right? Yeah, uh, drawn by the great Riley Rossmo. Is Marvel these days? I don't Have know. They, did they kind of kick him off the island? I don't know. I, I mm. just, I think the last thing I remember was, uh, was it Iron Man two point I don't, I don't know if he has anything on tap. I haven't read anything really from Marvel by him. So wow. now, now I. Okay. No, I because I very rarely say anything of of substance or with any sort of intelligence to <laughs> oh, it. Oh, I, I <laughs> that was the perfect back. point to interject. Yeah. True, <laughs> but no, I, I just be a to dick. Go back a couple of years and remind people whenever everyone was like, "Oh, Nick Spencer is the next coming." I was like, "Oh, Scott Snyder, Snyder is the guy to watch." Yeah. And you were all like, "Oh, I he's don't a know. prick, though." From what I hear, that's Scott yeah, Snyder. Yeah. Sure. Snyder. Yeah, Snyder. Well, that's what Rob says. Rob says he's a prick. Douche. He's a, he's a pretentious. Pretentious prick, yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not you, it's Batman. I've Covers. He is an absolute sweetheart. Oh, I like him. I, I like him. But, um, I, but, I, but Scott you know, at the same time, I, I, I briefly met um, uh, Rob Woodyfield and also a very nice guy. Exactly. Yes. But he has, an, Except as on the Twitter. Jason would say, he has enough bank that he can say whatever the fuck he wants. But it, see, that should not be you you should no money should not allow you to say and do whatever you want to do but it's not true no No, but but maybe it does but it's not it's not kosher it's not right yeah it covers by fantastic fraser rhymes with laser irving uh it's like i said it's bedlam coming out from image number one you can get it for half of the 350 cover price that's a dollar 75 in case you're not mathematically laser is laser laser Fraser, it's Fraser Irving. Fraser rhymes with laser. No, it's not. Fraser, it's Fraser. Fraser, it's Fraser. 
Yes. Fraser Irving. Because oh, yep. when, we, when we first met him back in the bullpen days, he said, Fraser, the rhymes with laser. So I said, okay. Oh, he's a Brit. Okay. He is a Brit. And he's a wonderful, they gotta have, talented. they got to have their little thing, don't That's they? Right. We all do, right? He draws the Ever. spookiest pilgrims. He does. He does, yeah. That was never finished, was it? Nope. Gutsville. Man, Damn. don't don't coming even soon to a, uh, coming from I, boom. I kickstarter, kickstart that bitch. I would kickstart. exactly coming oh. from boom. Uh, Bravest Warriors number one. Do not sleep on this because it's another one from Pendleton Ward, from the mind of Pendleton oh. Ward. Uh, this will cost you again half off the three ninety nine cover price, buck ninety nine, and I will enforce this with an iron hand. Iron Fist, Iron, yeah, Iron Fist sounds better. The Commandy, Last Boy on Earth, Omnibus from DC, Volume Two, okay, half price, forty nine ninety nine. It's only going to cost you twenty four dollars and ninety nine cents. Get it, pre order it, DCBService.com, DCBService. Huh. The DC Archives, the Commandy DC Archives. uh, How much of the Commandy did they have? Two volumes, I Uh believe, ten issues apiece. So, so both of less. those are covered in the first of the newer Commandy omnibus type things. But I'll uh, be honest with you, the paper uh-huh. in the archives is a gazillion times better. Yeah, than that, but that no, I like thing. The, I like I, the Kirby omnibus paper. Me too. I, I, I in fact, I love it. It's, but it's newsprinty, but it's a really nice bright white newsprint. Exactly, well, and I I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. I do like the feel of it, and I like the way it, it sucks the color in. It, it holds yeah. the color very well. But if if you want an archival format, which is what the archives are, you yeah. get that you get that delicious bright. That's too non- much. It's too glossy for me. Well, it's not that glossy. Here, well, I'm going to grab my Adam Strange one. Okay. Finish finish the spot. Let me grab. But my if you are a first time DCBS customer, you can get an extra eight percent off by entering these four digits alphanumeric digits into the into the pre-moistened slot. David, what's that code? EOC8. Right. EOC8 gets you an extra 8% off. It's You're just reaping huge, insane level discounts at Discount Comic Book Service. That's why they named it that. They, they, they would have called it not all that hot comic book service, but they didn't. They called it Discount <laughs> Comic Book Service. It's not, not, as opposed to their competitor, not that great. Really? We try, yeah. you know, sometime. You can save more in other places. <laughs> Come there and you go. Out. All right, um, let's do yeah, this. You're right. It's not that. It's not that classy. No, it's, but still, uh, I mean, if is that uh, who has a, a massive sale going what? on on the 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 DC archives? Cheapgraphicnovels.com yeah. is it called? Yeah, for like you can get both commandies for fourteen ninety nine a piece. It's crazy, yeah. but. I think I'm going to finish up my uh, my Adam Strange because they had what three two volumes three volumes of the Adam Strange. Oh, I'm not, I don't even know. I I tend tend to stay away from the DC archive just because they're so nice, but the price point's nasty. Yeah, it's um um Carmine Infantino could draw like a bastard though. Yeah, he, all those he gigantic Star Wars rabbits. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you are fine. Nice. All right. Well. Uh, before we uh, before we get too far off track, even though I think this is going to be a really off the rails episode, so I'm oh, really time definitely. Uh, let's go ahead and get our drink roll call uh, knocked out. Uh, Vince, uh, Yingling, let's go. Keep it rolling. Uh, wow, the inferior to Sam Adams. Oh my God! No, we don't agree on much, Christopher <laughs> Neesman, But I have to touch base with you on this one. You are ex- exactly right. 
I, I love Yingling, but there is no way in hell. We can talk about it because Jason's not here to interject. Uh, <laughs> Sam Adams is just a better beer. Don't All around with, better beer. Agree with Bean, who had the the most articulate reasoning. Yes, on Sam Adams is mm-hmm. a better beer, and he loves Yingling because he's down right. in Canada, and they and they uh, produce down there. Uh, so, David, how about you? Uh, well, in honor of Jack Kirby's birthday, because man, happy birthday, Jack! Yesterday, and uh, today is Jason Pearson's birthday, and because go stab a pregnant woman. In his Stop honor. Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> and because it was a character on in the belly, stab ring. her right in the belly. A drawing, Vince. <laughs> and uh, and because I had a couple of whiskey sours with dinner, I am now <laughs> sipping on non whiskey soured because uh, that was the Evan Williams. Uh, I am having on on the rocks some uh, Maker's Forty Six. Wow. Very nice. All right. You know, Maker's Mark figured in prominently into the conclusion of a, uh, I could say beloved, right? Because we all enjoyed it, series that just uh, wrapped up um, a couple weeks ago. Razzle. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I'm not, it's got nothing to do with it. There's a bottle of Maker's Mark in the thing. I just read volume four, which just came out. It doesn't figure into the plot. It's just there. La, 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 la. Yes. Razzle does like to drink Little Maker's Mark. I noticed. Yeah, we can talk. We can talk about Volume Four. Four? Where does that? Where is that going to? Like what? what uh, is that goes to. It's the. Um, it's the uh, Tesla notebook issues. Eleven. Uh, then. It goes up to eleven. I think. Yeah, it's the the lost journals of Nikola Tesla. Um, so the the first time that you ever heard the name Tesla was it the uh, was it the rock band. No, thankfully. <laughs> no. I, I think that was the first time I it 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 hit me. I mean, I, I heard of Tesla before signs, but oh, after I that, hate song that song, out, <laughs> that song came out. It was he. he uh, the man's oh, man. name was more more prominent in 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 my head at that point. But no, I mean, I, I and then now I just I, I've pushed the song out of my head and the band and I just think of David Bowie. Tesla. Oh, good. I like that. That's a that's a, a trade up. But you know why? Yeah, cuz of the um the uh movie, the the yes. uh, prestige. What the hell's the, the prestige, right? I love Bowie. Well, there Who couldn't? Bowie's awesome. Uh I am drinking by the way a uh, a Modus Hopperendi from uh <laughs> <laughs> from uh, Ska Brewing, and uh, it's you know it's probably my favorite IPA. It's just uh, um, it's over the top enough that there's no mistaking that it is a a hopped up mega hopped IPA. Uh, but it doesn't get into absolutely ridiculous uh, ranges. And uh, yeah, I love it. It's uh, it's one of my favorite summer beers, and has kind of turned into uh, a favorite Friday beer for me. But uh, you know, so I, I sped things up a couple days. So certainly has the best name. That's for damn sure. Operandi, isn't that awesome? And yeah. the other thing I love about Sky Brewing is that all of their beers come in cans. No cool. kidding. Yep. 
So, which um, I think we may have talked about a little bit is I really like the move of um, craft brewers going to cans because it's better for the beer, and yeah. there's just there's uh, a stigma about canned beer. It's kind of like uh, uh, the same stigma that the wine. Box wine. With, well, not box wine as much as um, oh corks and uh, twist tops. Yeah, yeah, the twist tops and. Yeah. You know, there's so many wines that get corked, and and cork is expensive, and there are cork shortages. And not even, and I mean, and now a lot of wines aren't even using corks; they're using wax. Yeah, yeah, or the you know plastic or, or whatever. But I've got no problem with a, a. You can have a good, a great bottle of wine that has a, a twist off cap, but there's there's a stigma against it, and it's the same thing with with canned beers. And I, you know, yeah, this is this is a better beer than probably ninety percent. Uh, probably 98% of the stuff that gets sold um, commercially and it's out of a can. So don't be afraid of, of, of beer in a can. Yeah. Got to watch out for aluminum, though. It's not the best thing for your body. Yeah. No. You know? Link to Alzheimer's. You don't want to go down that road. No, don't want to. You'd be eating fiberglass. Nobody wants to eat fiberglass. Only it's corny. Really? What are we What are we talking about? I I, I, I didn't read a whole heck of a lot. Um, but I'm, I'm bursting at the seams with stuff to talk about. Are you? Yes. Do it. You guys have presents coming. Really? Yes. I didn't <laughs> I didn't send them yet, but I I do have presents for all of you. I don't know if you were paying attention to me last week, but um, remember during the episode I bid on an auction and won uh, an eBay auction. Well, I got them this week, and I got the Chris Hart stuff. Yes, I got twelve copies of remember. each of the of, of both of the Crystar storybooks. Now here's the deal. Back in eighty three, Marvel was trying to seek inroads into different avenues of, of uh production and one of the things they did was they made these little storybooks. Um size is around no, it's not around, it's exactly five by seven. Uh, much like the, uh, David will remember these, the pair of Haunt of Horror digests that Marvel experimented with, um, ex- it was exactly a decade previously. They did them in 73, and these, these Crystar things came out in, in 83. And they're just the right size to cradle lovingly in your hands, cause they are gorgeous. Oh my god! You'll see them, cause I'm sending them to you. You're getting two, and David and, and Jason are getting two. They, they're amazing. Aww. No, they're so good. First of all, Bob Larkin on the covers. Who's going to squat on Bob Larkin? Yeah, seriously. The guy is a great painter, okay? Um, the one I want to talk about is the Mighty Marvel. St- I, know, I even got the display stand, the cardboard display stand with these things. I That's should take awesome. a picture of it and put it on. Yeah, it's not that much. It's just a corrugated cardboard thing. But there's a tip-in uh, piece of cardboard that says Marvel Mighty Storybooks. Yeah. Kind of clunky, right? Why didn't they call it Mighty Marvel Storybooks? It's Marvel Mighty storybooks. That's weird. Wait, is Marvel Mighty or Mighty Marvel? Exactly. It's Marvel Mighty storybooks. That's weird. It's well, just clunky on the tongue. It doesn't flow. Mighty no, Marvel storybooks. Yeah. That that that's power right there, right? But it it you hear Mighty Marvel and then you 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 kind of depending on what you're familiar with, you want to finish it with Marching Society. So maybe then you're just trying to <laughs> exactly, and to then there's distance. a tie-in for that, David. That's, if, really? Yes. Because one of the one of the people 
who uh, were working at Marvel at the time of the Mighty Marvel Marching Society and did much of the production work on that, did the color work in this this uh, oh, storybook. Yes. Yeah. You, you're amazing. Because this book <laughs> is, is chock full of gorgeous, full-page, full-bleed images, all of which were the products of the dynamite, dynamite, the dynamite team of Alan Kupperberg. We all know Alan. Alan Kupperberg uh, was the, uh, I guess you could call him the layout slash pencil artist on this. But the person that really brought this to life was the monster talent, Marie Severin. Did the color work in this? It, it's, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't say color work. She painted over Kupperberg's pencils. And this book is freaking gorgeous the color it, she she's amazing she goes from from very delicate uh icy blues and greens and then whenever uh if you're familiar with with Kristar whenever his brother shows up and I'll get into that in a second she, it turns she, into is, is she in your hall of fame you're coming yes. to hall of fame. oh hell yes yeah. definitely yeah. yeah yeah and right. you'll see why yeah i mean she she's she's in the conversation of what, what didn't the woman you know, do yeah yeah really? i mean the EC stuff. It's. I mean, she's been around yeah. forever. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, know, what a great career. But you're, I'm, I'll be revealing my hands because this is going. My hand because this is going to link into something else. But this story, in in, in a nutshell, it, it's another one of those order versus chaos things, and and, and uh, the endless struggle that envelops this magic planet of Crystallium. That's the planet's name, Crystallium. Uh, and and the the uh, the war forever changes the lives of twin brothers, uh, both of which are heir to the throne of the city of Galax. Their father was killed, who was the king, obviously. Their father was killed in this great chaos war, and and the throne has been been vacant uh, while the uh, city and the planet rebuilds after this this gigantic war. But uh, uh, one fateful day, the uh, fair-haired and fair-tempered Kristar. And his impetuous brother Moltar, <laughs> are, uh, I didn't name him, are, are uh, approached by the one-eyed wizard known as Zardeth. And, and Zardeth offers them an ultimatum. He says, you know what? There's a war coming, a nasty-ass conflict that's going to raise this planet. And, and I'll help you, because I'm a, a great and powerful wizard, I will help you overcome the evil forces of chaos. But you know what? At the end, when I've done my part, you got to do yours, and you got to serve me. Well, uh, obviously Zardeth is really an agent of chaos, and Kristar picks up on this, but his brother, kind of power hungry, and, uh, is convinced that siding with, uh, Zardeth is, Zardeth is, is the way to go. Uh, and even, um, Kristar's fiance, uh, sides with, her name is Lavour. <laughs> she she sides with with Moltar and like they they so Kristar uh, and Moltar come to blows and and in the in the in the struggle Kristar gets knocked out and and along with their their uncle Feldspar. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> they have an uncle named Feldspar. You would think a dude with the name Feldspar is not going to get knocked out that easy, right? But no, Kristar and Feldspar. <laughs> Get knocked out, and and in so so Moltar takes it as a an opportunity to address his people, and he's like, you know what, we're siding with Zardeth. He's going to help us, but it doesn't turn out that way. Obviously, uh, the the forces of order get a boost when this uh, mysterious wizard, 
who defeated, who was the one responsible for defeating the Chaos Hordes in this, this previous war. His name is Ogeode. Get it? Geode with an O. Ogeode. Uh, and, and he, he, uh, he interrupts Kristar's little, uh, nap, wakes him up, and, and, and bids him to walk into this magic prisma crystal. Go into the crystal, you'll be transformed. Uh, and Ogio didn't, he, he wasn't certain that it was gonna work, cause he got his, he's got his little mystical fingers crossed, but it did work, and Kristar emerges from this, this mystical crystal, it, I, I don't know if it's a device, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, a magic talisman, only gigantic. Kristar emerges from it as, ta-da, crystal warrior Kristar, uh, but at the same time, uh, Moltar and his people get double crossed by Zardeth, who flings all of the people into the f- fountain of fire. And they emerge, if you've seen the toys, right? Uh, and the comics as these fiery red. Toys. Well, yeah. These, these fiery, because they had the thing. The, the, uh, There's no articulation. They just, no, they there the wasn't. shoulders and, and the thighs. You're, you're right, right. Um, and especially uh, Feldspar, who was just like a midget, right? He was yeah. half, half. Oh, crystal. yeah, he was like a muscle man. It was just. Yeah. It was just... Um, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Blah, blah, blah. Muscle, no, that's all right. So, so Zardeth throws Moltar and, and his people into these molten lava pits and they emerge, and now they are the armies of chaos. And so the struggle begins. Um, I don't know how these things sold. But I'm telling you, the art in them is absolutely stunning, and they're storybooks, right? They're full-page images, but there's no word balloons. It's just your traditional storybook, like with text, oh, like a little overl- big book. overlaid. Like Scott, okay, right, like the little big books, but essentially they're just comics, right, without right. word balloons, because it's it's a sequential progression from the first image to the last. It tells a story. They're paintings. It's comics, right? There's let's not. Split hairs, but um, I mean they're no storyboards. But the the uh, <laughs> if, if you uh, what I see now, I I don't think I ever laid eyes on these men. I remember. Oh, you you're gonna love them. I remember Marvel Age number one with right. the star on the cover. I remember the 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 actual comic book because I have the first couple issues of that, and I remember the um, was it. Was it Larkin? Was it Jesco? I don't know who painted the first issue cover. Larkin. Um, it was Larkin. Okay. Yes. And and I remember the and I remember the ads because I remember the little midget dude and and him little his little like uh, dance move in the ad where you, where where you had the where you had the action figures although in air quotes action yep. figures but um and and that's and that's pretty much what I remember of Kristar because for. For whatever reason, Kristar never, even though Marvel Age and I love that magazine, hmm. Kristar never felt like something Marvel would publish. It because it it just it it reminded me of Amnethyst or Warlord or Arik or something that DC would you're would, right would publish because yeah. I mean they had Power Lords which was three issues penciled by Mark Texera but they had DC was kind of the licensed place for me when I was growing up in, in right. the 80s and, and, and so Kristar never just I, I'd rather read Planetary and, and Top Dog over Kristar for some reason wow well yeah. the story of of, of Kristar and um, 
it, it comes from the book I'm going to tell you about after this, because there is a tie in here. There's a segue. Uh, the, the writer of this, David Anthony Kraft. Mm-hmm. You know him, right? Comics Interview. Comics Interview, right. And a number of, he worked on the Defenders, yeah. uh, for Marvel. He did, he did Marvel. the, uh, did he do A-Team? No, uh, A-Team was. No, that was Kupperberg. I'm thinking of Kupperberg, yeah. 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 Uh, but he did a number of, of things at Marvel. David Anthony Kraft talks about his uh, time working with Marie Severin on this Chris Star storybook. And he said, um, I wrote this down because it's important and it's pretty cool. It was totally freelance, but I got an office at Marvel anyway because I had to meet with lots of writers and artists and things. And it's when they were launching Marvel books, which is what these digests were, uh, and doing storybooks and trying to move into the juvenile market. And that's, again, when I worked a lot with Marie. I can't remember if we did any coloring books together, but a lot of time there would be these weird projects, things for the American Cancer Society, books for weird things like Sunday editions of newspapers in Texas featuring the X-Men. It was a strange, fun place to be, and we worked together on a lot of that stuff. We were not in charge of what we were going to do. Like sales might decide, we're going to license Crystar, the Crystal Warrior. Well, you had no say in that, and that that's exactly what this was. Remco came to Marvel and say and said, you know what, we want to do a um, a comic book based series and make toys from this series. And Marvel said, yeah, sure. You know, why wouldn't they? Remco wants you to make toys for them. You make or or make a comic book tie in for them. You do it right because at that time in 1983, toys actually sold. You know, yes, <laughs> they were affordable, and kids parents bought them for their kids. Not like today when you when you go into the Walmart. Or the or the the target. I was shocked at the prices of like the DC figures. They're seventeen bucks. Yeah. Oh god. And, yeah. yeah, and the Marvel Legends is that what they call them now? The little tiny Marvel figures. They're ten Marvel bucks. Marvel Universe. For, yeah, yeah. They're Should ten bucks for those little freaking unbelievable. I I look at them when I'm in Target or Target, and I and I walk around and I'm like that. That's kind of neat. I like the Iron Fist. I like the Gladiator. And I look at them and I'm like. I could see me, you know, having some of these on on my desk at work and and, and things like that. But I'm like, but I look, yeah, I look at the price no. and I'm like, maybe next time. I just yeah, and and then they have, they have double pack because they have like the first appearance where it's an issue of Marvel Team Up or Secret Wars or something. Where the Guardians of the Galaxy ones are cool. You get an actual, you actually get a little Rocket Raccoon in the in the package. Like there's a, it's a multi figure oh, set. It's the current Guardians. Yeah, not, not and, the and it's guardians or the Arnold Drake guardians. And you get a Groot in a flower pot too. <laughs> it's really awesome, but it, I think it's like, like it's like twenty six bucks for for basically two normal size Marvel uh, universe figures, the Rocket Raccoon, and then the the Groot. Yeah, it's 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 stupid expensive. But did you notice that toys are shrinking in size? Uh, yeah. it, it's an inverse. The, the toys are shrinking in size and the prices are going way, way up. At this point, I'm, I'm just like, why not just save up a little bit more and get a bow and bust? Honestly, guys. <laughs> yeah. True. I mean, it's, it's, it's not, you know, it's not, that, it's not that far much of a difference price. It's not. No, no. You can get, you can um, get good bow and bust on, you know, on eBay auctions for, you know, 20, 30, $40 for, I, for some good ones and, or a little hunk of plastic for, you know, it's 11 99. You, you the, the only things that I, I find are of any kind of value in terms of, you know, return on for your dollar are those, those, what the hell's the name of them? The, the little goofy, 
pop art figures where they're all basically the same body, but um, they're little vinyl figures. Like I have the Mars Attacks one, which is different than all the other ones, but they have the Ramones and they have the Marvel figures. And oh, the, they're all, the PVC figures? Yeah, yeah. And they have, um, yeah. like, like there's Lord of the Rings ones coming out. Those things oh, are pretty Mighty cool. Mugs or? My, no, they're, they're like no, Mighty Mugs, but they're. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. You know. Yeah, those are pretty cool. And they're only like ten, eight, nine or ten bucks a piece. So it's not all that much of an investment. And it's a sizable chunk they're of plastic. They're all dusters. They're all dusters. Right. It's true. You're right. I've gotten to the point with the Eagle Moss figures that well, you got I've got I've I've got almost the entire DC run. Are they still of them. in the monthly magazines where I think so. It's okay. been uh, I usually buy them at, at Dark Tower and I haven't uh, I haven't dropped by the store in a long time, but I think I'm probably Five or six behind, but See, um, that, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want. I wouldn't be so focused on the collection. I would be, or, or, or consecutive figures. I would be more into teams. Like I would love uh, a Wolfman Perez new team type. Yeah, I got. I got yeah. the whole collector mentality shit going on. Yeah, and yeah, and, yeah I got, you started I, it now. You can't finish it. Yeah, especially if you start oh, at the yeah. beginning. It's like yeah. oh. Oh, yep. I've I've got to get that red hood figure. You know, oh, or, you know, it's it's new Aqualad. It's a sickness, brother. It is. Since, yeah. since we, we we touched on the the Mighty Marvel Marching Society hat. Well, that's have, the thing. That was the tie-in. Because who worked on that? Who worked on the MMM behind the scenes? Yes, Marie Severin. Marie Severin. She did a lot of production work at Marvel. She worked on Foom. She, yes. Remember that? Remember that cover? That and, bird's eye cover of all the, the the Marvel bullpen and all the offices and all the people in it. Marie did that cover. It was a wraparound cover. It's astounding. You know, which when I I don't know. I, I guess I was working. I don't know why I decided to finally join a a group. But the group, the Marvel fan club I joined, was Wham. The Wild Angels of Marvel, and it was, and it, it, it tied into, we, if, if you were a charter member, you received a, uh, basically a Xerox stapled copy of the first issue of, um, Punisher Warzone by Chuck Dixon and, and, uh, John Romita Jr. And this was uh, called Wild Angels of Wild, Marvel. Wild Agents of Marvel, W-A. Oh, agents. Yes. I and uh, and I this. had a little uh, Jim Lee designed, or it was it was actually just a a Jim Lee Wolverine image that they took from the X Men and they turned that into uh, into a pin. The um, I always screw up how it's pronounced. Cloison, Cloison. I don't know. I never knew how to pronounce see, that. Term right, so you know what I'm saying? But yeah, it, I'd call it, it metal. It's a metal no, pin. Hey, there you go. It's a little <laughs> tie tack at the back. Uh, but it had a little like um. It had a pretty funky folder with the with 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 the stretchy bungee cord, like like a Manila envelope you find to to Chris, keep your. Chris said, "I don't have blank spots. This is a total blank spot. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> the, I, mean, I, I I didn't even know this thing existed. Yeah, it was it it it, it was it tied it it happened right around the same time as that that Punisher Warzone series was kicking off because that was your that was your exclusive first look. That was. That's that was, nuts. If, and I, I don't even know if it lasted a year. I signed up and and uh, I got a little um, uh, uh, form letter with with the uh, with the whole um, 
you know, hey, welcome to Wham, and and you're you're you know you're in for it now, and it's the, and I don't, it was just, but it was, I'll you know, we 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 could wiki it or whatever. I mean, we'll look up Wham while we're talking, but it's it's that was because cool. it was it was after it was well after Foom, it, and and that's the thing. I mean, it was years between Foom and this because I don't think Marvel did anything after Foom. I, no, they, Foom yeah, Foom bit the thing. dust in seventy nine. That was it. So, so this yeah, was no seventy eight. Seventy eight. This was the late eighties, maybe early nineties, and and that's what you know. So it was, and obviously Jim Lee was still with the company. So I mean, this was before Image. So this is yeah. So we're talking late eighties, early nineties, and and it was, uh, and I mean, I don't recall ever really getting much from signing up, and and it was uh, it did not last long. It it uh, you know, I don't know what this I gotta was research that. Right, right before the uh, right before the bankruptcy, which is why not much happened. With nice. The so, I mean, I mean, well, I'm just trying to give you a point of reference, you know, just just yeah. give you a time. But that was so. I don't. So my question is, you know, were there any scholastic aside from school? Were, were there any clubs or anything you you guys ever dabbled with? Oh Man. yeah. Yeah, I was a member of the uh the Monster Times Society. I got the, I still have the membership card and a button. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think the famous monsters one too. I have the button from that. And I had the T-shirt. I don't know if there was ever a certificate involved in that, but I I I, I don't have the T-shirt. I still have the button from the the famous monsters one. No, none none from Marvel yeah. though. I did send for. There was one time in uh, Warren Publishing, uh, I guess they hooked up a deal with Blue Oyster Cult. Wow! And nice. No, no, they did, and and they were selling forty fives of obviously Godzilla with a picture sleeve. And and you sent in, I think it was a buck and and like a quarter shipping, and you got the forty five of Bluster Cults Godzilla. I never got it. I sent the damn money. I never got uh, the. the uh, yep. Yep. I have so many UPC codes and shit like that for for you know things that I wanted to send in for. I think no, the last. I, thing- I think I I think I got a few like exclusive exclusive Star Wars figures, maybe a GI Joe figure here or there. Um, you know, it's um, Steve Steve Seeley and, and Tim Seeley are huge oh. uh, masters of the universe. <laughs> nuts. They're and sick. They are. Oh, sick. Man, staples too. And, yeah, that's right. And Steve for Christmas got Tim the Wonder Bread He Man. Ooh. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, like the the exclusive Malin Wonder Bread He Man, which is kind of a mythic Malin figure. It's like no one really knows the actual origins of it. It's mm-hmm. yeah, it's a uh, it's kind of this crazy, crazy Malin piece. So that's, I uh, ordered the shit out of the Wizard uh, Zero editions. Remember Wizard always? No, used to I do never the, did. I I, I the think, one half book. I don't even remember. If, see, even with the the image books i don't think i ever mailed in for the zeros i i just i from for whatever reason i just thought having having the comics with the coupon intact was better than me mailing in for it mailing in the coupon to to get the the actual wizard magazine those those comics are no 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 the image the 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 first what year or so of the image know how to fucking put a stamp on something i don't think so what's a stamp yeah, exactly. It's like, can I email it? It's it's. There are there are things where I the last thing I remember wanting, 
and and I I purposely bought a pack of Keebler EL fudge cookies because I wanted yeah. to get the it was a tie-in to the JJ Abrams Star Trek movie where it was it was a Star Trek um related USB thumb drive and wow. I wanted it and I and I I it was only like probably 2 gigs or something but I couldn't find a goddamn barcode and and proof of purchase and and I missed it and, and Dude, you know somebody's going to send that to you. You know I, somebody I, will. So I just because it looked, I was like, oh, it's like the only because I'm not. I I think the tie-ins are neat or cool. Like I'll, but I never. It's like yeah, I'm not. I I don't either. I don't eat that or I don't need it or I'm just I'm never going to send in for it. It's like it's like warranties. It's like when when yeah. when manufacturers do the mail-in warranties, they know you're not going to the rebates, I'm sorry, not the warranties, the rebates. They they know you're not going to do it, so that's why they have the mail-in rebates cuz they they're not going to lose any money. But right. I just I never get around to mailing in whatever tchotchke it is that I, that, that I want. And and it, it but I the, the the Star Trek thing is the last thing I remember that I actually wanted and and it still didn't materialize. But anyway, oh, to you're your shitty. To... You just started crackling up now. Go ahead. You're shit, you're shit. I'll bring it back. Um, David. Yes, sir. How's life? I just, I got nothing. <laughs> well, have I... you seen the TV show from the BBC called uh, Misfits? That's the only thing I got this week. No, I have not. How is it? How is it different than? Uh... As bored as I have become with Alphas is as awesome as Misfits is. Oh, shit. Yeah, Alphas is... I think I was bitching about this a little bit last week. It showed a lot of promise. The season finale last year, I was like, oh my gosh, they just went in an awesome, dark avenue that is going to be you know, them against against the government and well, see, then they now, then they they backtracked on that which i thought was season, pretty weak the season ended i thought when we got the season finale i was i was thinking that they they realized they were renewed for the new season yeah they changed things up and yeah. and maybe i think i think the the amount of time between seasons didn't help i i kind of dug the first episode um but it hasn't you know we 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 get we get the um the the parish tie-ins or or and 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 that's neat but we're not there there could be an episode or two where we don't touch on that and and it that's where it kind of loses me i did watch the nina episode I didn't. I, I'm two episodes behind. I didn't see this week's yet, and no, I didn't see this, last. This, this week's actually, you know, I, I said I was going to give it one more week, and if it if it disappointed, I was going to take a break and maybe catch up later if I heard good things. This last week, um, Summer Glau was back. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, yeah. So she's. I mean, she's awesome. She, I, I've loved her since uh, since Firefly, and I even uh, really enjoyed the the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Uh, so it was it was definitely a plus to have her back. And so they've got me for another week. So um, they staved off elimination. I haven't voted them off the island yet. See, I call. I, I I tend to call 
Summer Glow, the Angel of Death, only because Firefly lasted as long as it did. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah Connor didn't last long, so I was a little worried last season when she showed up. If that was if, if that she's on your show, it's probably getting canceled. Yeah, so uh, and it's not. I mean, and I, I tell you, I love her in um, um, in Alphas probably more than any other role. I mean, it's Firefly, she was great, but she was very aloof and that was the character and and you just kind of you, you got used to her being kind of an oddball, but then in Sarah Connor, she's detached because she's a terminator, so once again, aloof and very robotic, but in in Alpha's she's very human. I mean, she's brilliant but she's very humanized, and so you get to see her act a little bit more, uh, or act like a human a little bit more. I really like her in that series, and so this the made for a good week. I think it helps that we've only, I mean, as far as Alphas goes, we've seen her now twice. So it's it's not, yeah. and and so they're not overdoing it. It's not like they're they're going oh guest appearance by Summer Glau, and it's like you know it, it's it's not like we're watching Barnaby Jones and all of a sudden you know. Someone from another show that's big at in the seventies is making an appearance. It's it's summer. I know. I th- because it's just because. Well, I'm thinking of those those type of shows. Yeah. Always had before the episode started. In this episode, they basically gave you a synopsis and special guest, and there it is. But here's Summer Glau, and it's. She's not. Yeah, she's just a part of the world. Exactly. So I mean, so so that's cool. I mean, I I. I like finesse. I like the the little blonde girl, and and you know I she could be a neat addition, and and it's something that uh, that that um, that Lee can work with because mm-hmm. everybody else is pretty much you know established. Uh, Hicks was his project in the first season, and now he's got Blondie, and and that's fine. And and Gary has you know Gary has shown some growth, and Gary's I. Awesome. I absolutely yeah. Gary's the reason I watch. And, Gary, and Gary, Gary gets in touch with nature this week. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now you're talking about alphas. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. I mean, last the last episode I saw is when he was leaving the shower, and and uh, and they're like, he's like, you don't want to see my fruit. It's like, get out of here if you don't want to see my fruit. And it's it really is. I I, I don't call it your fruit, Gary. Don't call it your fruit. And it's like, and 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 Rachel, poor Rachel, it's like you know, she just she she just wants to be loved, and she's just looking at everybody who's walking by. But it it I don't I haven't discounted the show i haven't written it off yet um, i'm still watching it i was not as turned off by the nina centric show from a couple weeks ago because yeah. it, that 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 was pretty much it it was it, it's where the character was heading if if she's a right. member of the cast yeah. it's just that that's where they had to go with it and that's fine it's not like i didn't it wasn't I didn't overload on the character i didn't feel like all right i'm done with this series because they focus so much on her that where where she is in in her life as a character on this show, I'm cool with it. Now now we can move on. So like I said, I'm two episodes behind. I'll probably catch up over the extended weekend. Did you uh, did you did you before I get to Misfits? Did you catch up on Falling Skies? I did. Yes. Oh fuck, was that, that an, was, awesome, I, an I, awesome two episodes in that season? I was, I was so I was because I'm glad I'm glad they didn't go back to the well and. And Weaver wasn't abducted, or one of the sons. Well, see, the the thing is, it's weird. It's like and, it got and awesome. And spoilers. The this none of the sons 
None of none of Tom's sons were abducted this time around to end this. But yeah, there's been, and I'm like, oh, really? Because every time you think, okay, we can move forward, because I would have expected the season to have ended a couple episodes ago, right when they got to Charles. Just just finding, yeah, Charles. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm now that they're there, and 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 everybody in that has been great. You had Terry O'Quinn, you had uh, um, Max Headroom. I mean, everybody. Yeah, yeah, Matt Frewer is fantastic, and just when you think. And even Pope, it's like it's like you just just when you think you've had your fill of everybody, they just they they they, they just kind of hook you back in, and it's it's been this season I thought was a lot better than the first season. Really strong season. Yeah, really so strong. I'm, I'm really happy with it. I'm I am I mean, and and you see this if you watch the last thirty seconds of the season two finale. It's like damn, I'm, now it's on. It is like, and and it's like, well, wait, is it? Was he smiling? Do you trust him? Do you not? Where are we going with this? And it's and and so we'll we'll see. But it was yeah, it was, well, that was awesome. That's why yeah. they were building that huge fucking cannon was because of that shit. And um, I don't. Did you catch that? I mean, that's that that is the race of um, unharnessed skitters. Oh, is it? Yeah, if you look at the the facial structure. That's what I. That's how I. How I oh, interpret yeah. it. It's because yeah. you know the harness. The harnessed human kids now are starting to take on some of the the characteristics of the skitters and like growing the appendages and you know and having the the heightened strength and and that kind of stuff. But they're they're actually mutating to look more like skitters. So the alien race at the end of the second season. Those I. The way I interpreted that or what i'm guessing or speculating is that that is the race that the skitters are are the the unharnessed skitters basically and i was and and for for a for a character if you want to call it that for something that didn't talk except through through ben i red eye yeah Yeah. red eye it 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 bummed me out it really did I was like that. Oh, it just, but and 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 Karen can just. I like to see her under the tires of a moving bus. I don't. I mean, but it's. But I mean, but that's a credit to to her because it's not. She's obviously, she's a, she's a puppet and and she's just you know she, she's doing what she's supposed to do, and I'm not supposed to like this character. So so kudos. But it's, and it sucks it's, because she was such a likable character. They, they are so good at turning characters on their head and making you love them and then hate them and then love them again. It's, it's one of the few shows where I don't. I mean, aside from Noah Wiley, I if 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 Doctor Glass ends up biting it, you know, I, it would not. It would suck, but it would not surprise me because they're really not. They're nobody's it, safe. It's right. Yeah, it it really is unpredictable. You don't yeah. know. And even if, and even if Tom, even you know, if Tom Jim, isn't Jim, were to die, yeah. it, he could come back as a as an animated corpse of somehow. It just there's no way to know where where they're going with. Oh, them. I mean, the guy that played Jamil is a pretty a pretty good yes. actor. Been in a lot of other stuff. So when they, you know, spoilers, whenever they killed him off, um, I was, I, I, was I was shocked. And it's yeah, nobody on that, nobody. When Jimmy, I mean, nobody on that on that show is safe. Oh so yeah, Jimmy. That, I and and now I think my 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 new favorite character is is Tector. Yeah, he's great. 
He's he great. really is. Yeah, it's so. It's, yeah, it's I, a really strong show. And and one of the things that I love, which is a good, a good transition into Misfits, is that um, TNT gets it, USA gets it. That you don't always have to be locked into the the twenty two or twenty eight episode seasons that you can have a season of 10 really strong episodes you know walking dead you know they're not 10 maybe strong episodes but you know they don't go on and on and on it's you can have a season that's 10 episodes or 12 episodes long not even not even six six the office the ricky gervais office was six six episode series one six episode series two and then the christmas special and that's it they never have gone back to it meanwhile and we can't let shit go yeah well french we talk about french a lot and i love french i think it's a great show it's such a huge scope their seasons are eight to ten episodes too long it's there's too there's too much fat on there to keep you really vested in it, and they should be shorter seasons. So the the series that that kind of started this for me is, and I've seen the the almost the the entirety of the first season. It's a a British show called Misfits, and it is probably the most realistic if we got superpowers show that I've ever seen. And um, people of all people, um, freaking Sal, I hate everything British. Uh, <laughs> turned me on to this show and it is uh the 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 basic plot of it is you have um five um young i'd say early 20ish um uh delinquents that have been arrested and part of their um sentencing is that they have to um uh complete community service they they haven't gone to jail they have to pay fines and do um community service but not like you know, an hour or two here or there. They actually have to go and work at a community center every day. Well, on the first week of them working at this community center, there is a freakish, freakish storm with like two foot hailstones, um, actually bigger than that, like, like six foot hailstones coming from the sky and weird lightning and all sorts of, of craziness. And as they and their probation officer are, are running back into the community center for cover, they get, um, hit with this huge bolt of lightning. And, um, four of them at, uh, different times reveal that they have uh, been imbued with powers. One of them is a psychic. Uh, one is uh, can turn invisible. One can roll back time. And the other one, whenever she touches you, um, you become incredibly attracted to her. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, and it's... So it's, it's very much like an X-Men dynamic of these... You know, living up to the name of the show, they are misfits. the The fifth one um, does not know what power he has, or if he has a power. Uh, it's it, like Jack Jack. That's great. Doesn't know if he has a power, and it's really fucking bothering him. And he is a complete douchebag asshole. He is the most annoying character ever. He is he is the guy that you want to punch every time you see him. But that's the thing is that none of his characters. Are exactly, uh, you know, 
the kid that can turn back time was, you know, an Olympic level athlete who got busted, uh, for cocaine possession. And, and he's not a bad guy, but has obviously, you know, not the, the highest moral character whenever the show starts. And the gal who's a, a telepath is, you know, she's just kind of a, kind of a punkish, you know, in your face gal. And the gal who, you know, whenever she touches you, you become incredibly attracted to her. She's kind of a slut. Uh, <laughs> uh, so it's, it's, it's a very interesting show in that none of them none of them really want to be superheroes nor do any of them ever really become superheroes it's really more of a show about these early 20 somethings and how fucked up their lives are and they happen to have superpowers that they may or may not be able to control is that on BBC America? Uh, I believe so I was um, um, sure should be right yeah i believe so i think it was on bbc america cool yeah it's i vince i think you in particular will love it especially the i guess you can call him the main character the guy who doesn't really know what his powers are if mm-hmm. any you because he is lewd and crude and hilarious i like all of that yeah and david i think that you will enjoy the characterizations immensely because they are all the the thing I can say about it is that it is the most real super powered TV show I've seen. The characters are real. They are you you don't want to like them because they are so how's the special effects, if any? You know what? Um the Doctor Who level better Oh no stop. No I'm no 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 and I Trust me, I, dude. The season starts Saturday. I'm there. I, you know, but there are times where still, I mean, I, I've been watching the, the BBC America specials where they talk about, you know, the destinations or the companions or, you know, they've they've been recapping the past few years of Doctor Who, and and I still look and and yeah, there are there are times where the special effects. I love the show, but the special effects are like. I thought we were past this, and and so I, that that's what I mean by Doctor Who level special effects. Conversation which I actually want to revisit in a second. Uh, the special, you know, you're or, breaking up. Oh, hear me now. No, no, yes. No, we now can't. Yes. Yeah, but you keep cut like it keeps cutting out like last week. All right. Um, m- most of the powers are, you know, like. Invisibility or telepathy, uh, it, they're, you know, or rolling back time. They just, you know, go back and repeat a scene. So most of uh, most of the powers don't really need. Uh, it's not like Thor powers, like you know, lightning bolts and. So it's it's which is which is actually you know, fine because the the stories and the the character development are so strong mm-hmm. that you don't special effects um so it's it's actually very creative and 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 very smart and i'll take that over a really bad script and great special effects yeah um total recall anytime so (laughs) that's uh to the doctor who thing 
I'm kind of the point where the the mediocre special effects are part of the charm show. They've always been that way, and I'm. It's not that I'm okay with it. I expect the special effects to be relatively mediocre. Well, jeez, if you ever grew up on John Pertwee, Doctor yeah. Who, you'd be like, these special effects are friggin' awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, or or even even earlier, like the. Uh, the William Hartnell stuff. They were just pathetically bad, but that's, they made do with what they had. And that, that, that's the charm of it, I think. Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. suspension of disbelief, you know? It, it does, it does become, it, it does become a, a level of, um, you know, nostalgia at, at a certain point or, yeah, uh, it, it's, it's charming. And we talked about it and, and I'm sure that, that Jason is going to listen to this. One of the things that he hasn't, issue with is that is that he can't get past the really poor or or budget conscious effects of of those 70s and and early 80s doctor who episodes but you know we as comic book fans you know the way i look at it anyway and i and i know it's probably just me and not everyone else is that you should be able to look past the the canvas that stories are on and and look at the the sheer brilliance of of the ideas um and that, and that's one of the things I you know, we agree 100 percent is is that you know kirby may not be the most visually appealing artist to everyone he was maybe not you know and i think he was a great draft but you know by by a lot of people's modern standard he's not jim lee as far as draftsman uh, goes thank freaking god thank god yeah <laughs> my brother <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing. Uh, but hopefully, is that you can look at Kirby comics, and and it may not visually appeal to a lot of modern comic book readers. But once you are able to dig down and look at the ideas that are contained in a Commandy or in a Fourth World or even, you know, in a lot of his Marvel stuff, you're like, wow, this stuff is brilliant. And you look at some of the early Doctor Who stuff, you know, and I'm going back to Tom Baker, which is not early for me. That's, you know, that's when I was growing up with it. But you look at, you know, some of the stuff that Douglas Adams was writing, and I still look at City of Death as being an absolutely freaking brilliant concept for for a story. It was so... Yeah, especially for TV. Oh, my God. It was so off-the-rails brilliant. You know, not even for the time. Just I, I haven't seen anything that smartly developed maybe since then. It, it's it, City of Death is so smart, and, and were the effects good? Eh, no, not really. But you know they were good enough to they were good enough to keep the story moving. And uh, you know, and that that was a, a huge thing for me as a kid. Like you know, it doesn't have to look the absolute best but if but the idea you know got uh harlan ellison's uh a boy and his dog that that movie you know does it look you know it no sometimes it fucking looks ridiculous with you know uh jason robards in clownish rouge in the underground city it didn't look amazing but it's such a fucking smart movie you know it's that's all on don come on well. That's all on Don. That's <laughs> all Don Johnson. Don Johnson, baby. He carried that movie See, on his back. It's, it's but I when it, it while when Chris was talking about you know the looking past 
the the effects and and I I still get and and this it it really well, I don't want to say it really hurt me but but a little bit of me cried when when but Vince hurt. told me that <laughs> the butt hurt that uh that that the tenth doctor or that he you you haven't seen all of or you really weren't into David Tennant's role. No, I don't really like David Tennant. And see and that is that's my doctor. I, I, oh, I started no, watching. Really? No, see, I started watching with 2005. I like Chris Eccleston. I, I love Rose. She's my favorite companion. Do you have but, Rose in the TARDIS with you and you don't make a move on her? There is something dude, wrong but, but, with but you. But she got the clone. She, that she's doesn't good. matter. <laughs> no, but she got what she wanted. Everybody's happy. But the thing is, because even Martha wanted some of that. And that's, but, but it's, it's because we only had, we, we, we had a year of the ninth doctor. And I and 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 it's it's tenant. It's the tenth doctor. That's that's what I love. And when I see his reaction to humans doing making poor decisions, or just or 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 you know, he, when he says I'm sorry because he has to do something that just means the end for someone else. That I I love tenant. As the doctor, there, there is just I can watch him and and his his reaction, especially when he's like with Wilfred or when he's with anybody, especially towards the end of his run when he he doesn't want to let go, and but his time that that's it, and it's he really does he does something to me and and I and he <laughs> is he is seriously I dude if I was a companion I'd be all over him too. It, it I'm is, just saying he, he is, should park the TARDIS by some crab ass nebula. You know, get get Rose in the panties <laughs> and, and just, just start, like do we start that, rocking this that, box. If the <laughs> if the TARDIS is rocking, don't, don't come, come knocking, baby. I I just I, he is he he's and I and I don't and I'm not I don't mean to slight Matt Smith, but he is oh, there's Matt just this something. I, I I think he's great, but he's not. <laughs> to me, he's not David Tennant, and that's Alone, fine. I'll give you. I'll like, give you what, with Matt Smith. Uh, Matt Smith. Matt Smith. Matt Smith. With, with, that guy. With with Matt Smith. Smith. <laughs> Smith. It's a th. Alone, not so hot. With with uh, Amy, perfect. Now here we go. Now it's here's something the else. two of them that I that, cannot. I had to. I I had to. Um, Dan Slot. Is, 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 is into Doctor Who and he listed his 10 companions. I listed mine and I didn't even have 10 and I didn't even list Amy. I do not oh, yeah. like Amy. We gotta stop. Can we go on to something else? <laughs> Dude, it, it's blasphemy now. How could you I'm not sorry, like her? How do, how could I not like? Alright, I'll give you three reasons why I don't like. She doesn't have an ass. She's bossy. Well, no, she definitely doesn't have an ass and her posture <laughs> sucks, but it's like, it's, 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 it's like, do you have a neck? Can you, she's can the girl you, can who waited. Leave your soldier? She's the she, damn girl who waited. She's the girl who David. waited. She is, she's, she's bossy. She treats Rory like shit. He should be treated like no, shit. Bullshit. Don't he even. He should. Don't even. Yeah. If he wants to be treated like shit, Roman then he, can centurion. Bounce. he can go. Yeah, get and, lost. And, and, he's not good, and, he's not and good enough for her. And she practically raped the doctor. I do not. Yes. She, is, she just, no, not yes. <laughs> the Because Matt Smith ain't into that. And that's, and it's just, I don't. He just Chuck Dixon. Maybe Micah Wright does. But it's, 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 it's what I just do not like 
Amy Pond. I I get the whole oh the doctor and 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 her and and her oh, accent and and she's redheaded. She's stunning. And she's a great actress. Fine. No. Oh whoa whoa. You didn't she is. just say she's a great actress. She is. She is. Based on her Doctor Who appearances. Yeah. Okay. I guess. <laughs> anyway, can we so, can we go back to the yeah. to Misfits? You are no. You are all busting up again, Chris. Back back to um. <laughs> Back to Marie Severin, just oh, for a yes. second. Oh, my yes. God. Way because back. I have been hugely remiss, remiss Huge. in, in my duties to all you people listening to this show because I did not make you aware any, of... And, and wait, wait. Props to anybody who's still listening to this yes, show. Yes. We're sorry. I did not make the listeners aware of one of the best home... Go, fucking New Mutant is going to go nuts. Doctor Who. Tome. He is. That's I true. Know. Yeah, he is going to come in this episode. One of the best comics history tomes in existence was recently published by Tomorrow's, who do that's what they do. They publish great comics history books and magazines and and all that stuff. It's called Marie Severin, the Mirthful Mistress of Comics, and it is amazing from cover to cover it's just an amazing book listen to this it has interviews with jim mooney uh obviously her brother john severin al feldstein jack davis jack Kamen, stan lee john ramita ramota Fredon, trina robbins uh, of course, Stan Lee's Gal Friday, Flo Steinberg, Joe Sinnott is in here, Tony Isabella, Gene Colan, Herb Trimpey, Roy Thomas, Mark Evanier. Is it Evanier or Evanier? Evanier. Evanier. Yeah. David Anthony Kraft, who we mentioned during the Christar book because he wrote it, uh, Marie herself, of course, and many others. It highlights uh, Marie's long and varied career uh, including her stints as a colorist and a production artist at EC. Her brother John got her in. Uh, Marie was a hell of a color artist. Uh, her time at Timely Atlas, which segged into Marvel. Uh, some DC work, her humor work on titles like Not Brand Ech, Spoof Crazy, and uh, Arg. Her time on The Cat, Doctor Strange, Incredible Hulk, Submariner, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Iron Man, Daredevil. She, Marie uh, did so much, right? She did promotional stuff and advertising stuff like Foom, which we talked about. There's fanzine content in here. She was a cartoonist, a hell of a penciler a colorist, an inker, a designer. You did it. I mean, Marie did it all. And most of all, in a time when she was by far the minority, Marie was a woman working in an industry dominated mm-hmm. uh, on every front by men. You know, and you could say, well, you know, if her brother didn't get her in, maybe she wouldn't have cracked the code. You don't know that. I mean, Marie was, she wasn't as... I will say with complete straight face, Marie was more versatile than John Severn. And that's saying a lot, right? Oh, well, yeah. John, John could knock it out of the park on humor work. He could, a period piece, he was incredibly talented. One of the the best, right? It wasn't going to matter. But I I don't know what, I, I, Marie did the coloring work. She was a consummate inker. She, she, she worked on Every popular, well, not every popular, but all of Marvel's popular superheroes, with few exceptions, Marie was a force to be reckoned with. And, and, and let's just, I'll, I'll boil it down. In every bit, the compliment of her brother, 
Okay, I won't say I won't get into the better or best, but Marie was as good as her brother John Severin. Do do you realize the, the what that's saying? John Severin is one of the greatest comic book artists ever, right? Marie was pound for pound as good as John, I think. David, Christopher, I would know. I I would agree because she's not because of the coloring work, because of hell of a I humor. think I, I think of not brand Eck, or I think of of what the. And mm-hmm. I think, I mean, aside from Hillary, I think of Marie. I just, she had, yes. whereas you could always tell when John Severin was doing the work, whether it right. was on a Western book, an, uh, a war book, a, a, a cracked movie parody. Mm-hmm. I could always tell when John Severin was doing the art. Marie had a great, uh, her, her coloring was fantastic, but but she had a knack for for the humor, for the for the for the superhero parodies, and right. and I I don't think John would be able to to do that. It just it it well, they yeah. But you it, know what? It's, it's like See, John, John ruined me. John, it was yeah. John's they, cracked work totally ruined me for his for his other stuff because oh, really? I can't I I can't look at any of. Uh, John's war books um, and not expect you know Sylvester to pop up okay. from, from behind a, 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 a sagebrush or you know that that goofy western yep. guy that like like uh, like Festus that Festus like character yeah. yeah you know I'm always looking for the, the goofy moment in the Severn work and, and but I, I think John was great with physical humor but Marie oh, was a a great cartoonist. I mean, yes. her, just she had such a knack for humor, and it wasn't it wasn't so much in the body language. She could just draw funny. Her yes. her, her characters I, were were just damn funny to look at. Um, this book also includes complete credits for every penciling, inking, cover job she ever had, every color job, uh, her writing assignments. You get a complete checklist of everything she worked on. Get this, 180 pages, full color. The, the, the print version goes for $24.95, which is a value in, a, in and of itself, right? But if you go to the Tomorrow's website, tomorrows.com, T-W-O-M-O-R-R-O-W-S.com, guess how much you can get the digital version of this book for? It's disgusting what they're selling it for. Tell me it's like ten bucks. Seven dollars and ninety-five cents. Stop. It's retarded what they're selling this for. No, really. I, I started reading this book about two weeks ago, and I haven't. I, I if I if I've gotten through half of it, I'd be really surprised. It's loaded with stuff. There's one picture in there with Joe Sinnott and Marie and Flo Steinberg, like a recent picture. It'll just melt your heart, and it's worth for it's worth the price of the damn book on its own. It's a great book, and it's got a very cumbersome title, but it, it works. Marie Severin. Mirthful Mistress of Comics. It's written by Dewey Cassell with Aaron Sultan. And it's published by the fine folks the at The Table Tomorrow's. of Contents goes on forever. Exactly. Holy yes. crap. Uh, yeah. It's nuts how much stuff is in this book. And that's where I pulled that David Anthony Kraft quote about Christar. Came right from that book. You mentioned you mentioned who the forward's by. Did I? I'm asking. No, I didn't. <laughs> fucking Denny O'Neill. Yeah, Denny O'Neill wrote the foreword, and there's Jeez. there's there's a lot of Stan in this book too, because you know. Oh, you gotta take the good with the bad. 
Yeah, no, come on. He's, he's, <laughs> oh, look at you, Zayn. Nah, when it comes to when it comes to Marie, no, when it comes to Marie, if Stan can no, you're can right. add it's... to the legend, then yeah, okay. He was there. He experienced he was, it. No, you know you're what right. I mean? It's, I and agree. I gotta say, I agree. they have a picture I, of impressed. of he Flo Steinberg back in the day. Flo was a little hottie. Wouldn't be talking if it wasn't for Stan. Yeah, we would. Jesus Christ! Somebody else would have did it. It's. <laughs> Somebody else's brother would have come. Somebody out. else would have lied. Somebody else's nephew. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else we got, people? No, but uh, really, go to the tomorrow's web and and eat while you're there, so pick there. up some back issue and and also we go. Love some back issue. If, if digital copies at tomorrow's are so damn cheap, it's 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 unbelievable how they can sell them for these prices. I know it's almost like that 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 one page they have where it's like, oh, if you downloaded this, then you should. I it's like. You don't need that because it's if I'd automatically feel guilty if if I didn't acquire this. Well, I I don't think that, that I don't I don't put fault it, them for including the page. No, but, but you know why that's there. That's, that's for all the dickheads who are downloading that shit off Pirate Bay. Right, and, and, you know, it's not good. But yeah, I know it's it's right. It's just but no, it's tomorrow's is one. They are. They're a publisher that I would feel it, it. It would seriously bum me out if 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 they went away. Because I mean, I I love of all the books they put out. I mean, I I I dig the the spotlights they have, like from Marie, like like for for Kevin McGuire, like for George Perez. I I like the Ellen Davis type spotlights, but Back Issue is my Tomorrow's Magazine. I I, yeah, I realize right I now exists and other things, but. Back issue for for the the pro to pro and just that era that back issue focuses on that's all me. I I got to be I, honest. Some of the stuff in Alter Ego, that's, little, yeah, that's right. little too early for me. Like right. I was like, why well, not? What my dad wasn't even born then. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh, it's the flip side with the faucet stuff. I really I, didn't I love. That's the part I read first is the faucet stuff. Okay. In, in Alter yeah. Ego, and then I go back and I see what kind of clicks. In, in the first part, and I was like, eh, nine out of time, ten, nine out of ten times, eh, I don't even read half of the the alter ego stuff, only because it's it's out of my well my Roy, experience before he forgets it, my so cone of experience. Cool. But back issue, she had everything in there. I read all of it. GI Joe, Secret Wars, Batman with Don Newton, Green Arrow, Green Lantern with Neil Adams. It's like, and, and I love. I love the pro to pros and I love the round yeah. tables and it's just, it's, I seriously, if, if, if you are just trying to find a, a magazine or, or periodical Michael T. Gilbert that, that talks on. about old comics or just, you know, you want to get a history, I'm going to recommend back issue every time. I mean, Amazing Heroes doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. The Comics Journal is yearly or online. I would definitely recommend back issue each and every time. The uh, Maurice Sendak issue of uh, Comics Journal, I think it's 302, is solicited in this uh, previews. I was... Uh, 30 bucks. I was 670 on some pages. I, I was uh, I was reading TCJ.com yesterday because uh, Nadal was talking about the greatest artist edition ever made. I know. Uh, the, Sometimes the, the, Dan gets it right. Born again, and it's uh, and his last line summed it up for me. Where where he said, you know, uh, like basically, to date, 
because of, of, of what it's about, what it entails, the work that was put into it, um, the Mazzucchelli Born Again Artist Edition is the best artist edition to date. And I can't, I can't disagree with them because it's the only artist edition I own, but it, it's the only one. And, you know, Chris and I talked about it. It's, it's the, it's the one that's personal to me. It's, it's, um, it's complete. Whereas it's not, you know, we have a few issues from here and a few issues from there and, and some stories, but it's, um, it, it really is. It's, it's, and so that was, yesterday was the last time I was on TCJ.com for the first time in a long while. I don't, I, I don't hit the site too often because sometimes I just go through my Google reader and I just, I read what's, what's, uh, what's interesting to me and, and not all the time. I'm always focused on on uh, the comics journal stuff, which is probably you know my fault, but it is your fault. It is you my suck. Fault, but I only have so much time, yo. There's only 24 hours a day. Too busy pouring over the Kickstarter things, dude. Speaking of speaking of Kickstarter, yeah. today I, it's funny. It's 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 a shame that Jason isn't here. Um, I backed something today as soon as I I saw it was available. Um, I saw a few people on Twitter talking about it. I believe Sal mentioned it um ryan brown who chris talked about god's age god hates astronauts about ages ago probably within our first year of us doing this podcast uh but ryan brown has um has a kickstarter for blast furnace volume one um exclamation mark which is why i said it like that but it's um you, you jumped on that thing like it was on fire Dude, it's 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 see and and it's just like like just two like, seconds oh. after he put it up. I think he you even called him. I was like, "Did you do it now? You're doing it now? I'm a click, I'm a click." Um, but just refresh, like, refresh. just like New Mutant, just like um, Molly Danger, just like you know, if if you were if you are offering anything digitally, I am pretty much going to back it because well. I think Sullivan Sluggers. And no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I draw comics. I did back that, and I expect my 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 right. work. But, but I mean, aside from that, I don't want to risk me backing anything that's going to arrive, and 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 Renee's going to. You're burn. So, so afraid of your woman. Oh my god. I, just, I need to make sure that I can distract her. That's all. Can you can. So I'll if, distract her. You wait for it by the mailbox, and then you know. If uh, so, do a little dab. If you're offering a PDF or a digital CBR, CBZ version of your book, I'm probably going to back it. But yes, I, I decided to back Blast Furnace because of the, uh, the PDF for 100 plus pages and, uh, 144. And 144 pages. Yeah. And I'm getting a t-shirt, so I'm going to look good doing it. I'm going to look good as I, as the I read it. T-shirt is awesome. It is, right? With the funky mustache. Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah, that's cool. Have you all, have you all met Ryan? In person. Yes, actually, I I, uh, I snagged a shot glass from him at C two E two. Where the hell was I? He's, I don't think that was the year you went. I have, yeah, I've got a. I think that was the year you did not go. I should say. Yep. Yeah, Ryan. Ryan. Ryan's a really, really cool, very um, imaginative, creative guy. He is a Detroit Tigers fan, though. So, um, there. What does that mean? Means he roots for the Tigers. No, I, I understand that part, but what does it mean when you're a Tiger? Like, what does it mean to be a Tiger fan? It's, I'm not a Yankees fan. Um, 
Well, Ryan Stegman is also a Tigers fan. So oh, uh, say no more. I think I get it. Moving on. <laughs> we hope. The Back Blast, which is a, an amazing project. Yeah. Amazing money project. I'm in. Yeah, you are. How yeah. do you get, what's the, you just go to Kickstarter and, and type in Blast Furnace? Ah, uh, let's see. Or you can come to the forum and uh, and and go to the Kickstarter thread, and uh, that'll tell you. But uh, if you go to, where are we? Oh my God! My where's God! The, what's the? Where's the forum? Forum. Go for it. No, I want you to do it. Oh, I was gonna say. Eleven o'clock comics dot com, right? <laughs> <laughs> Shit all over you. Because if you're, you know, I mean, if you're lazy, you can do it that way, or you can go to bullpenboltonspodcast.com slash forum. We're all over the place. I became a a Molly Danger um, um, kicker. That time. He got funded, right? Yes, he did as of uh, last morning, but yes. I was funded. I I knew he was a few thousand dollars off. Oh, no, it it, it is funded as of of now. I know it's funded. It's, um, let's see, where is it? It's uh, Molly Danger was funded. uh, Actually, it's uh, we're a couple grand over the goal. So, yes, and it's still 33 hours to go, so you can still, well, by the time you hear this, um, it's, uh, it has been funded. You can still get in on it, depending on when you hear this. If uh, depending on how lazy Vince is when he puts it out. Oh my and, god! Oh my god! <laughs> and uh, and and so an hour after we record, this damn thing's up. You want to uh, uh, talk yeah. about a, a sweetheart of a man, Jamal Eigel? I don't know if there is one like mean little itty bitty bone in that man's body. Nope. What he's for- only, he, he shouldn't be working in comics. He's so nice. He oh, just. I well, no, I'm because well, dude, we know people who work in comics, and and there aren't too many people who who are as nice, as as friendly, as You're right, as inviting as as Jamal. I mean, we just we walked by him, and we were just. But he's a Mets fan. Cool. There we go. So it's Peter is Parker. That, is, now is that a good thing? Man, Ron Richards is a Mets fan. Ron Mars is a Mets fan. There's nothing wrong with being a Mets fan, Chris. No, I mean it's. It's it's just a step. We know, we know it's depressing, but we're still fans. It's a step up from being a Yankees fan. Yes, it is. Say. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Blast Furnace Recreational Thief Volume One exclamation mark is available on Kickstarter. It is a couple of hundred dollars shy of reaching its goal. With only he's not asking all that much. He's asking for two thousand dollars. As yeah. of me talking, it's at fifteen twenty three. Oh, it's definitely funded. It's got like 28 days more left to go. Yeah. Yeah. And look at Jason Wood is a backer. Vince, what are you waiting on? I, I was trying to decide whether I should get the physical copy or the digital copy. I'm definitely getting the shirt. Yeah, you got to get the shirt. I don't know which one to get. It's only a 10 bucks. So I'll probably go with the physical copy. Yeah, but better. I am so How about, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not afraid of my wife. <laughs> Something bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Then, yeah. <laughs> then I need some ointment. So, uh, let's pimp stuff. I got one more. Um, yeah. Uh, go to the forum. The uh, complete Morrison Con schedule has been announced, and yes. it's awesome. 
it looks amazing. I cannot wait. Um, it looks like I actually might uh, be able to go this year. So um, things are coming together. And the two-day programming, it looked like the most awesome schedule of of inventive and interesting panels I've ever seen. Well, rightly so, don't you think? It looks right? really cool. So good for um, them. So go to uh, just Google Morrison Con or uh, or head over to our forum and uh, and there's still information. I think there are still tickets available. So uh, it looks like we're going to have a little party in uh, in Las Vegas. I'm looking oh. forward to getting waft in town for uh, for a day or so before the before the convention. But uh, looking forward to seeing Julian and uh, and several other forumites out there. So uh, Morrison Con is looking uh, is looking pretty sweet. I think it's more than several. I think a bunch of people from the forum are gone. It's like a lot of folks. So um, yeah. I'll be able to, to party hardy, even though I'm going to try not to get ridiculously drunk there. Hey, what's, <laughs> what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, though. Uh, I don't know. I've been getting It's the truth. It's, it, i gotta, I got to calm things down a little bit. Aww. Can I can not calm things down and talk about some more comics? No, you, you say you, no. Gone, gone it's, it's David's turn. No, well, actually, no, it really isn't. I just, I, I want to just give big old props to everybody that includes folks like, um, like John Wimmer, like, uh, see, I'm, damn it, I, I should have, I should have written this down. I suck. Um, there are a lot of people who, uh, recently, uh, on the forum, on Twitter, who have, um, oh, uh, S. Earl on our forum. Uh, you have, um, I, I know Blue Note recently tried Batman Grendel, but basically a few people have, uh, Andrew Shaw, they, they've, um, they've purchased and are reading the Dark Horse Grendel omnibus hunter rose volume one and and i just i want to say welcome and and i want to say that uh that i'm 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 happy that a a character that's been around for over 25 years for stories that his and oh gobo ryan was wait a minute what hunter rose they're not starting with the christine spar stuff no, they're starting with the good stuff. They want to, mm-hmm. they're starting from the beginning because they want to make sure the first, the first part of the omnibus is the text piece from that, that was the backup of Mage. Oh, okay. So, starting, so they're going they're right back with, to the beginning. Right. They're yeah. starting with okay. Devil by the Deed. Gotcha. And then they're going into. But it the, does the, contain the Christine Spar stuff. No, not the first volume. The first volume is just Hunter Rose. It's, it's Devil by the Deed. It's black, white, and red and red, white, and black. And it's um, all see that okay. Behold the devil. So it's as, it's as far as the timeline goes, that stuff all did take place. A real, first. Right, that's, but that's, in, in terms of the real time publishing schedule, Grendel Black, White, and Red was like wicked late in the in the oh, run. Yeah, because yeah, right, I, right. Okay. But it's but but they're the first volume is just focusing on Hunter Rose. Cool. I believe the second volume will. I then, shall not interrupt you again. <laughs> The second volume, I think, is is where uh, Komiko took off, and and that's with with Christine Spar and then the Brian Lee song, and then the, yeah. and, and then they go on from there. So, I don't know how many volumes there are total, but we have 
people who have been reading comics for a while who are now reading Grendel and re and and reading the Hunter Rose and and uh, and and I just I'm I'm happy to hear that and and I'd like to hear from them I'd like to hear you know what what they think of the character what they think of storyline I mean it's it's been a while since I read it I, I I'm buying I will be buying I haven't bought it yet I will be buying the digital version because actually if you go if 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 you go to Dark Horse Digital right now you can get the omnibus for like 15 bucks so Ooh. i am i i keep I, I i keep hovering over the buy now button but i i had a few bills to pay this week and 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 there are some other and we're putting a new deck door in the back so there are a few things we i, I can't really spend the 15 bucks on that i'd like to so I, I i'm waiting but that will be mine because it's been a while since i read the anthology it's been a while since um since I've really just kind of spent time with the character. So uh, I will be doing that soon. And, and I just, I want to welcome everybody who has been reading Grendel for the first time. And, uh, and I think it's pretty cool. I, I just, it, cause we, we tend to all talk about things that, that, that we read as we were growing up or, or years ago. And, and no one really, Unless they've been back issue diving or, or they've been looking for stuff, it, it's a little different. Whereas here now, you actually have something that, that that people can read from back then. So that's all. Yeah. You know, my favorite. Um, can we say period of Grendel? Yeah, Go ahead. I guess it fits. Devil's Reign. I love that storyline. That was the Tim Sale stuff. With Orion Asante and the what's the, what was the guy's name? Epi. Um, Satcher Call. Oh no! That, that was, yeah, the devil. That was um. Was that was that Snyder? John K. Snyder. Yeah, but Tim Sna- Tim Sale did stuff too for that. Tim that was Snell, the one with the, the towards the end with the vampires. Oh, I love that one. Then and, and, and right, and that was that uh, Orion was the last, and then that that was Comico folded. And then Wagner finally did the um, Grendel Prime stuff, and and that was, but that was under uh, that was under Dark Horse, and and um, but yeah, but that you're right that that was that was towards the end of of the the the, the sixty issue run. I think that's the best sale ever was. You know what I I I I finally read the stuff when when Dark Horse. Because of um, Matt Wagner's sister-in-law, Diana Schutz, who who works or worked at at Dark Horse, she she brought Grendel to Dark Horse. They were able to reproduce the the Comico run as as each each arc was a miniseries. So you had twelve issues, Devil's Legacy, that was the Christine Spar stuff. Then the next miniseries was three issues, that was the Brian Lee Sung stuff. They they did they reprinted everything except for um one of the arcs in the middle before before the Epithatra stuff. The um the uh the, the Kurtzman homage issues, right? The two that was and yeah. and it was also when they had the mage backups. Um, right. And yeah. and but those those weren't the, the the artwork wasn't good enough to um or didn't what? exist so they could oh. it was to to reproduce 
they they didn't have they didn't have the 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 uh the pages to reproduce the art from so um so they they're missing a couple of issues dark horse didn't reprint everything that Comico published but um but you had so so I finally read the um the the Epithatra stuff and and the Tim Sale Orion stuff and uh and I mean I I I kind of like Grendel Tales here and there but that's just that's completely different I don't it's not that I don't consider it canon it's just it's not it to me really is and and if I'm a snob so be it if if it's not written by Wagner to me it kind of just doesn't really count and I and I know there's been some really cool stuff especially by by um by Christensen, who, who who did some art with the Devil Tales, with the Grendel Tales stuff, but it's just it it wasn't it wasn't part of 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 the original storyline. So it just it it doesn't it's there, but it doesn't doesn't I, I don't want to say it doesn't matter to me as much, but it's just it's not part of it. So it's it's um right. you're a purist. That's okay. So no, yeah, no, unfortunately, there's enough it, of the Matt Wagner stuff that you can be. Exactly. So you have right. as long. So if he wrote it, I'm I'm there. And and it. Uh, so if if you didn't read it when when Dark Horse published it as miniseries or when they collected it, now you'll have the omnibus. So so you can at least pick it up from there. And and uh, I haven't I haven't seen an actual physical copy of the book because I haven't been to the bookstore yet. So I don't know how it looks, but. Um, but like I said, I'll 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 be getting it soon, and, uh, and it's, it's the same dimensions as the regular, as the other Dark Horse omnibus omnibuy, like the Star Wars ones and the. Probably. Um, I would. That's think a nice so. little size, yeah. Oh yeah, and it's I mean comfortable. The, I mean, it's not going to take up too much shelf space. It's, well, the the first volume's over five hundred pages because nice. it is, it's Devil by the Deed, the anthologies, and and Behold the Devil, which was the um the eight issue miniseries he put out a couple of years ago. So. It's um, it's everything Hunter Rose, and and I'm sure Volume Two will just pick up from there. But you know, it's it's um, oh, it, it doesn't have the Batman stuff in it. Because oh, that's no. Hunter, that's Hunter Rose, right? Well, no, it well, no, just just the first the first two issues are. Then the follow up that came out years later, that's Grendel Prime. Right, Batman Grendel One is Hunter Rose. Yes. Batman Grendel two, or was it Grendel Batman? Well, the, no, it was it was two issues. Each each series was two issues. So the first one was Grendel Batman. The second issue was was Batman Grendel. Right. And then, and, but, but yeah, the, but the second, the second two. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. It's, That's it's, Grendel Prime. Yep. Okay. But we can. I mean, it's it, it's. I don't want to. It's not like it's even spoilers if you go into if you talk about Christine Spar or because I mean the the amount so of hot. time between but between incarnations of Grendel it's you know I mean we're we're talking about decades and in some cases centuries between Grendels so mm-hmm. it's not like it can be the one Grendel throughout all the stories it's just it but I mean just overall it it's weird for me to say why why Grendel is 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 so near and dear to me? It's just, I mean, I can't. It's not like Spider-Man, or it's not like you know, Green Lantern. It's just, it's completely different. And it, it, it to me, it was a um, or for me, it was it was just it it hit me at at that right time. And yeah. and it's 
you know. So it's it's it, it's like you with with you know with with man thing or just you know it's just one of those hmm. things where it's 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 got its hooks in you and there's doesn't matter if if someone does not like it after they read it, it's not going to change your opinion of it. There you go. Yeah, Man, I went way too long. Yay! So sorry. No, you didn't go way too long. Let me check the clock to see if I'm going to get all shitty. Because Shit. then, then I won't start anything. Shit. I'm going to get shitty. Aww. Yep. It happens. Well, you had something to talk about, right? I did, yeah. But if I go, you know what's going to happen? I'm going to start talking about it, and then it's going to be like, I'm going to get all crackly. But what the hell? Let's gamble. Go for it. Um, dark, not Dark Horse. David has me all Dark Horse now. Uh, <laughs> IDW continues to impress me with their licensed stuff. Especially this character or or this this um group of licensed characters because there have been a lot of not good Godzilla stories over the years. Uh but I recently got the trade of Godzilla Legends and I got it's it's fantastic. It 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 focuses on um, it's a five-issue collection, focuses on those Toho characters that don't normally get thrown into the spotlight. I mean, Godzilla is a part of these stories, but he's not the main thrust. Uh, for instance, the first story focuses on anger. And I always say Angelas because that's just the way I've said it forever, and that's the way it was said. But now, apparently, it's Angerous. You know, the, the spiky backed, uh, diminutive dinosaur with the long tail, the little scrapper, uh, he, he's, uh, incredibly tenacious, uh, kaiju. And that, this story focuses on that. Uh, there's a, a, um, a, a scientist who's trying to perfect this thing called a G signaler, which is a sonic device capable of attracting Godzilla's attention. You attract Godzilla's attention and you know where he is and you can bring the military in and bomb the shit out of him. So so this Dr. Anders is working on this this device, but it's not working. Uh instead of calling Godzilla, it, it actually attracts the attention of Destroya, who is a big old nasty ass bat winged crab hybrid bitch of a di- of a of a kaiju who is he's just nasty he's mean nasty and he's one of those uh kaiju that can give Godzilla a run for his money so their their lives are threatened blah 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 anger angelus i'm going to say it the way i want to say it um uh throws down with destroyer and almost gets killed but he uh his re- resiliency is put uh to the test and and it ends in a in a surprising way uh the second story they they're actually pulling stuff from the Godzilla movies uh the second wave which is really cool there's a a character named Mickey Sagusa who first popped up in 1989, if you're familiar with the second wave of Godzilla movies. She popped up in Godzilla vs. Biollante. She has a, a psychic or a telepathic or a mind link with Godzilla. And they, they spill that over into this story. There's a boy whose name is Tristan who has a, uh, a uh, telepathic link with Titanosaurus, another huge kaiju, but he's from um, Terror of Mechagodzilla. And the story is pretty cool. The story actually cobbles elements from the movie 
terror of Mechagodzilla. Like, Titanosaurus was a big part of that movie, uh, as were Aliens and Mechagodzilla himself, but they tweak it a little bit in this story. It's, it, it's very cool. I won't spoil it. Uh, you need to see it. It's pretty cool. Um, but the best one, Chris, get this. There's a Godzilla story in here that's illustrated by Dean Haspiel. Oh! When the hell would, would you ever expect to see Dean Haspiel draw Godzilla? I hate you. Oh. It doesn't it doesn't happen, right? Th- this story is very cool. It it's the the last story in the in the trade. It's called From a Great Height and uh, they say it focuses on Kumanga, the spider, but that's bullshit. He's only in it for like two pages. It, it's a story about a dude named Bryson Allsworth, and he's this daredevil outdoorsman, like a Bear Grylls guy. Uh, okay. And, and, and he's challenged to scale Godzilla, like a mountain climber to scale Godzilla and collect, and collect biological samples. So maybe, you know, the military-industrial complex can find some kind of way of bringing Godzilla down. But yeah, it's a cool story that ends on a... There's a twist, twist to it. It's really neat. It's illustrated by Dean. The, al- the alcoholic. Dino's no, Dino not, not an alcoholic. Illustrated, illustrated the, alcoholic. the alcoholic. Dean has Dean has Dean has Godzilla. Godzilla. It's really, really good. And it's in this it's Godzilla, Godzilla, Godzilla thing. It's funny you should mention no, Dean Haspiel. I'm shitty. shitty. You are, but it's I can still hear you. Um, speaking of Dean Haspiel, uh, this was going to be in in my, my in your travels, but um, Amazing Spider-Man six ninety two came out last week. It is the fiftieth or the fifty swip anniversary of Amazing Spider-Man because Amazing Fantasy fifteen had a cover date of August. We're in the month of August, so they Marvel's decided to deem this month the fiftieth anniversary of Spider-Man. The Issue 692 is somewhat of an anthology where um, after you get past the main story, uh, Dean Haspiel writes and draws Spider-Man for a Night, which is a story that takes place between issues of Amazing Spider-Man 50 and 51 where Peter Parker is walking away from the trash can where he discarded Spider-Man outfit. And a um, a burglar, a bank robber, stumbles across the garbage can, sees the outfit, and decides to wear it because um, he's trying to... Uh, well, the reason he's a bank robber is because he's trying to save the life of his granddaughter and uh, and her favorite superhero is Spider-Man so he decides to wear the outfit and 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 visit her and it's it's a really nice story but it's 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 a Dean Haspel story and it's it it works man it's 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 a story that uh is because it's his art style it's it it has its humorous tinge to it but it's it's a it's somewhat of a touching story and 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 it you could read issue fifty-one, and or, or Peter could walk back to the trash can, and you wouldn't miss a beat. It's just it's one of those things that it's a story that happens between the drops, and it's 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 great. And and I thank Dean for for writing and drawing it. It it, it looks great. Dean's it's, awesome. It he really is, man. I mean, he's 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 done some other things for Marvel that that I'm very happy with that that, that I've I've read, and 
this is no different. It it really is. So I mean, obviously, whether the man can take care of Godzilla and and knock it out of the park, as you're saying, and or yeah. or just you know hang out with with Marvel's flagship character, it's it's great stuff. Yeah, I had no idea that he drew Godzilla because I'm I'm going through this trade and Art Adams did all the covers. Nice. Oh, Jesus. And there's also um, alternate covers like Bob Eggleton did a bunch of them. They're really, really great. So Matt Frank. But uh, I'm looking at these these Art Adams covers, and come on, Adams captivates, especially when he's drawing kaiju. Giant monsters, that's Art Adams' forte. The guy is just incredibly gifted. And I'm going through, I'm like, oh, this is cool. And I'm looking at the Kumonga cover, which directly precedes the Dean Haspiel first page of the Dean Haspiel art and I'm I'm looking at it, I'm like what no way Dean because ha- you know Dean's style he's got that chiseled very it's kind of angular style it's a great very comfortable style and and I, I see it as like wow Dean Haspiel drew damn Godzilla this is awesome and then they reproduce in the back you get all of the art Adams covers just the line art and the ink Oh, oh my God! Wow! Yeah! Oh my God! The God. the 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 one featuring um the one cover for my favorite issue is uh Art Adams drew Hedora the smog monster. It's impeccable. The cover is just gorgeous, and it's my favorite issue because Hedora is my favorite kaiju of all time because um. Smog Monster doesn't really do much. He just stands around and, and infects things and gets slime on things. But but visually, I, I, I think the Smog Monster is one of the most inventive and compelling monster designs of all time. I mean, we're talking strength on a level. Gary Panter has incorporated the design of the Smog Monster into his visual lexicon. If Gary Panther thinks it's a great design, who the hell am I to argue with him, right? Right. You know what I'm saying? But it's just an issue. Uh, the story's not that deep. It's an issue of the second wave design Mecha Godzilla and Godzilla and Hedora just going at it, just throwing down. Good old-fashioned, ass-kicking giant monsters. That's what it is. And it works for me. And I'm impressed with this IDW stuff. I really am. Every week it seems like I stumble upon something else IDW is putting out that just makes me say, Damn. That is Damn. good stuff. Like this Simon, is it Simon Gain, the guy that I'm, I'm always preaching yes. about? He draws a Rodan story in here. It's just, it's again, it's beautiful stuff. And it's licensed comics. Licensed comics, as a rule, are not supposed to be this good. Licensed comics, in, from what we've been conditioned to expect from licensed comics, you, you're supposed to do them as quickly and as possible to capitalize on the characters uh, and uh, any kind of artistic integrity be damned, right? I mean, that's what we've come to see over the years when it, when it comes to licensed comics, but not IDW. They do them, they do them right, and it's, it's very weird to encounter good licensed comics. Aww. Christopher? Did he go? No. He's not there. I don't hear him. Maybe he's on. Maybe he's on the pot. <laughs> You're pissing out. There he is. No, I'm not on the pot. It's You're not all, on the pot. It's getting all crackly. Smoking the pot. I'm still crackly, David. No, you're good. Oh, well, we uh, have a, we have a problem. But you're crackly. He's doing that damn mountain lion. That's what that is. It's that bullshit operating system. In your travels. 
All right. Hey, everybody. This episode of 11 O'Clock Comics has been brought to you by Discount Comic Book Service, DCVService.com, where you can get your favorite funny books and collectibles at huge Wamba discounts, 35 to 75% off your favorite stuff spotlighted each month. They ship them up real secure and send them to your door. You don't have to do a damn thing. EOC 8's the code, extra 8% off, and in your travels, I think I finally cracked what makes the goon so special. The goon. The goon, because I bought issue 41 today and I read it. Just go get it. Uh, it, there's, it it's not a fluke why Eric Powell is so popular. Um, it's it, It's just solid creepy ass storytelling with incredible graphic design and illustration and the backup is drawn by mark buckingham oh in black and white nice. in in black and white and washes of of beautiful gray yes um it's really good how many pages one two three f- one, five pages by mr buckingham and uh, the the front matter is all by Eric Powell, and Eric Powell is becoming a colorist, approaching. Let's be honest, the Dave Stewart level. He really has a handle on oh, color. Shit. Yeah, I like I love this a lot, and 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 uh, and it's the Goon issue forty one. Wow, Corpus is in it, Mister Corpus. I don't know who that is. He's a uh, he's a black magician who grants people wishes. But he does not do it. It's kind of like the monkey's paw. He he does not do it in a way to which they expect. Like if if they there's one story there's one part in here where this guy, uh, his brother, uh, has his brother's wife has given birth to to five sons, and this guy has four daughters, and he's jealous about the brother because the brother obviously is going to continue the family name, and he's not. So the the man goes to Corpus and pays him his price, and he says, "I I definitely do not want my brother's next child to be uh, a man. I don't want it to be a, a man, please." And uh, it wasn't a man. <laughs> it's a fucking six eyes, six eye, disgusting ass. Uh, monster that kills the wife upon being born, eats the 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 brother and and his right. and, and his boys, and it's just like the guy's like, that's not what I asked for, and he's like, no, you you got what you deserve, and 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 of course the goon is is in every instance the goon is the one that comes in and sets things right, but you know how Mignola likes to drop these these uh, little bits of foreshadowing into the the Hellboy. Uh, mythology there's one of those in this where powell uh the the goon comes face to face with this corpus guy and he says you know what there's something nasty in your future and uh, you have no idea what's coming and then you see this picture of this guy and it's like dun- you can almost hear uh like simonson and thor with, with Suter just banging on the anvil <laughs> boom you know just great stuff chris is trying to call me does he not know he can't call me you can't call me chris go ahead grab him I'm gonna grab him because he's got he's got to finish this out, right? Yes. Hang on, bitches. There you are. Oh, it won't let me add you. Yeah, I can't add you. So why don't you just say in your travels, and I'll go back to David. All right, you ready? Yes, go. Uh, in your travels, uh, finished reading uh, Batwoman Hydrology. Yes. It's the 
uh, the first uh, six issues, I believe, of the the new Batwoman New 52 series by J.H. Williams and W. Hayden Blackman, and uh, it's great if you uh, if you enjoyed the uh, the the Batwoman uh, series that Greg Rucka and J.H. Williams and Amy Reader did. Uh, jump right into this. It is uh, it's really good comics. It's fantastic. J.H. Williams, the third art, and uh, uh, if you're a, a bat verse person, this is uh, it's kind of required reading in my opinion. So, Batwoman Hydrology from DC Comics. You're right. It's fantastic. It is really good. Yeah. I enjoyed it mightily. I love it. Some of the best comics mm-hmm. in the past couple of decades. It's uh, wow. maybe, you know, visually, I, I have no no qualms about saying that. Yeah. yeah. And I'll and I'll and I'll I'll repimp. If you want to meet J. H. Williams the third, you should go to Morrison Con. He's <laughs> <laughs> you gonna be there. All right, buddy. I gotta switch over to David. I can't for some reason right. I can't I can't add you both. Can't add me? Nope. Well, let me do it. Well, we, you don't like threesomes anyway. Call me back. I, <laughs> all right, we'll see what I could do. Let me get him. Okay. I'll, I'll be here. All Call right. me. All right. Yeah. Chris did his thing. Now you do yours. Are you serious? I didn't even hear it. Well, because I couldn't add you. Why it not? It wouldn't let me do it. This stupid Skype won't <laughs> let me do it. Oh, God. I know. So we're just going to be like different what are, rooms. What are you talking about? Uh, Batwoman Hydrology, which you don't like, but it's totally awesome. <laughs> what do you mean that I don't like? You don't like it. You got a problem with Batwoman. You always did. It's because it's oh, she's... Oh, Batwoman. Not yeah. Batwoman. No, not Batgirl. That's awesome. Because what? It's because she's a homosexual. Yeah, I hate the gays and the blacks. <laughs> and children. If, you, and, and if, you're a gay, if you're gay and black, you're really in David's crosshairs. Yeah, and, and Mexican, forget about it. It's oh, just, oh, we're done. But anyway. Um, it's, it's, uh, cause you think I'd be, I'm a Republican. The, uh. Now let me the, get that, wait, hey now. What was the, uh, Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man 692? 692. You know what? I'm gonna continue that. Okay. Keep going with it. It is my in your travel, so to hell with it. Um. You could do that. It Come is. On. I mentioned the Dean Haspel story. That is only one of the backups in this, in this issue. The main issue, the main story in this issue kind of, it was, it was a little bloodlinesy. And, 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 oh no. It was, well, no, because they, it's, it's, they're introducing a new character, Alpha. And it's, it already has, uh, there's kind of a strike against it already because it's, it's, it's just, some high school kid who's not doing much and, and it, it's like Jason and Slackers. It's like, so you already have a strike because you're just, you're, you're just not a character I care about to begin with. So, um, wait, but, the, the alpha character is a high school? It's a high school student. It's basically, how does he get the powers? Does he make them himself? No, he gets the powers because Midtown High is visiting Horizon Labs on a field trip. And Peter Parker's experiment gives this high school student his powers. That's kind of cool, dude. It is. No, no, no. I, I, I dug the setup. I just, I, it, the whole issue though is just about Alpha. And it was, it, it, as I'm reading it, it, 
I read Spider-Man to read Spider-Man, and and there wasn't a whole lot of Spider-Man. I mean, there were there were cameos out the wazoo because there was Mister Fantastic, and it was funny because Peter's experiment. He was trying to um to establish his invention, which is Parker particles, and and Reed Richards kind of pulls him to the side later, and he goes, "But you didn't you didn't invent these. You didn't find these. I." I discovered them years ago, and yeah. and I just I, I I right of course, but he's like can't keep I, a woman happy though, can you? <laughs> but he said, but he said, I just I knew, I knew the harm they could cause, so I just I didn't, Ooh. I didn't you know publicize it, so, um, so you know way to make Peter feel small, but uh, but but Alpha decides to do everything that Peter wished. He could do back when he was in high school once he became powerful, but he never did because he had the right upbringing. And, and Alpha's just a little different in that regard and, or a lot different. And, um. Is Alpha that, a minority character? No, he's a blonde white dude. Oh, wow. I know, right? This is something different. Uh, but, um, but he's, he's, he's a typical character who, who uses his, his powers to benefit himself. And, um, and it just not for that. So it's, it's, you know, I'm, I want to see where slots going with it. I mean, and first of all, and, and penciled by Umberto Ramos. So it's gorgeous, uh, inks by, um, um, Olazaba. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's a pretty issue. It's, um, I, I'm not, I didn't read this story and just be like, I'm done. I, I want to see, I have faith in slot to see where he's going with it. Um, but it was just it it did just kind of feel a little bit like okay well we're introducing a new character to hell with you know the main character right. and, and anything else we want we might want to do but um but Is there was amazing still, still um by mo- uh, twice monthly or I think, yeah uh so it's um and the lizard arc that recently wrapped up w- was great but um so so you know new arc with 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 this issue um and uh you know, so I mean, I, I, you know, still spicy. So I'm still reading. I'm still digging in. I just, I, I wasn't as thrilled with 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 the introduction of of this character, just because just, it just seemed to have, it it took center stage, and 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 that's me. I mean, I, I'm sure there are people who who are reading it that that really dug it. I just, I maybe I was right. just being a little little overly critical here, but you had um, you had the main storyline, which which took up most of the issue and and it's and and which i like i don't i don't like you know when because we're 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 cramming other stories in we're going to limit the main story to you know have have the issue but um there was a spider-man for a night by dean haspel as i talked about and then there is a uh a story called just right with art by um nuno plotty and uh and written by uh, Echoes and I Vampire writer Joshua Hill Fialkov, and, and this was this was neat because this was this was a a typical Peter Parker as Spider Man story because it was it, it it was hard luck Parker he he woke up late he's trying to get to a uh, to a lecture he's supposed to be giving and uh, but he just he can't he can't get there on time whether there's the, the there's an apartment building on fire or there's a mugging going on and everything always is just 
not going his way. You know, he thinks he's he thinks he's foiling a mugging, but actually the heavy set person who he thinks is doing the mugging is actually the person's wife who isn't being mugged. So it's and then and then there's there, there's a scene with um with Ben Grimm and and uh and Spider Man's like, you know, just today's not the day to for practical jokes. And he's like, Oh no no, yeah, no, I understand. That's cool. I, I was just, you know, messing with you, but I I get it. You know, we all have those days. But meanwhile he he took embarrassing photos of Spider Man and, and just sent them to everybody in his address book. And and so is is a typical Spider Man having a bad day, but there's a um there's there's a uh a young kid he meets that kind of turns things around. It's, 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 it's a nice story. And then there's, um, you have the, uh, Marcos Martin did, uh, variant covers for this issue, uh, of, of Spidey through the ages. There's, I think, five different covers. And there's a Gwen Stacy cover where Spider-Man is, is holding a limb Gwen Stacy. There's a, uh, there's the, a cover where it it uh harkens back to to the symbiote there's um it's it's just you know the five errors more or less of of spider-man through the years so it was and then there's a, a nice little dedication to uh to steve stan john gill roy jerry ross and everyone who paved the way and it's uh-huh. it's yeah no i mean steve wacker is is still the uh spider-man editor and it's he I I like Wacker because he he respects the past. He knows the people who made made it possible for Spidey to continue to this day. And you know, it is I never got the impression that that Wacker ever thought that you know his shit don't stink. Like you know, he was the he's the best thing I ever had to do with Spider Man. It's like obviously right. Spider Man is 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 the comic and the character because of the creators who worked on him over the years. And, and that's, that's another reason why I think Spidey is so near and dear to me because there have been, there have been creators who've worked on the character who actually, and just by me reading it, who I think actually care about the character and the cast of characters in the book. It's not like, I don't, I never, even whether you're talking about Michelini or Stern or, or, or DeFalco or, I never really got the feeling that anybody who's ever worked on a Spider-Man book was there because I, I need to cash a paycheck. The, the, the people who have, whether it's Ross Andrew and Jerry Conway or, or John Romita Sr., the people who have worked on Spider-Man actually give a shit about the character. And and that 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 just for whatever reason that 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 seems to come across the page to me and and it's whether it's because of when I started reading comics or the Spidey newspaper strip and and my father making sure I got to read the paper every day so I could read the strip there are a lot of factors involved in in why Spider Man is my favorite Marvel character but uh, you know it. it now it these days amazing spider-man is is definitely just is is a book that is it's a comic that i need to read when it comes out and it's it's i mean and there was a time where around the clone saga and 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 before the actually before the clone saga where you know 
whether I had a fill of Spider-Man or life got in the way or whatever, but there was a time where I just, you know, I'm cool with Spidey and, and I know he's there and I can read those old stories, but, but lately, ever since Brand New Day and even shortly before Brand New Day at the end of Civil War and Back in Black and things like that, there were, I just, Spidey has been, Amazing Spider-Man has been a book that I just, I, it, it, it's really, it's been a don't miss book for me. Ah. Let me get Chris. I'll let him say goodbye, and then I'll come back to you. Oh. This is crazy. It is. Hang on, buddy. Are you there? Yes. All right, you got to say bye, because then I'm going to go over to him and say bye, because I can't add you to the damn bye. Conf- oh, wait, wait, wait. Bye. It won't work. I'm clicking on add to conference, and it's not working. Bye. Aw. I had bye. fun. We had fun, right? Yeah, I had fun. I feel you're tired, aren't David, you? David, you're so far away. <laughs> He's in that little thin wire in the internet. I know. It's like <laughs> it's like we have our hands pressed against the glass. <laughs> like Harry and the snake in that first movie. David, so far away. Goodbye. I'll see you. Bye. Have a good one. Call me. Bye, brother. Bye. All right, Chris is gone. The hopper. Now is you got to it's just stupid. It is. Now, I, 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 you got to do the same thing he did. you got to say bye to our loyal listeners, who we love very much, and we'll be back again next week at the same time, whether they like it or not. Oh, they're definitely going to like it. And we should have all four of us back next week. It's true. It's true. Oh, I forgot to say one thing. What? Uh, when I was talking about Kristar, this is dumb. Should I, I'm just going to add it anyway. What the hell? Um, uh, I had one one hand at Marvel. Obviously, did not know what the other hand was doing, or they didn't care to know. Get this, because there are discrepancies in both of these things. Like the the story in the in the in the digest size Kristar um, book is not the same origin as the extra length was it was it 38 pages 40 some pages in the first issue of Kristar, right so you think okay they have much more pages to to flesh out this story of course they're not going to be exactly the same right but that 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 evil wizard that comes to them in the beginning zardath he has he's missing an eye in the storybook but in the comic book when he comes to uh Kristar and his brother moltar he he has both eyes, and it's not until later that one of Kristar's dudes named Captain Warbo he sends an arrow flying into Zardeth's eye, and that's how he loses it. But in the digest, he lost it already when he goes to meet them for the first time. So there's like little goofy things like that that don't add up. But you gotta admit, in the digest, there's only thirty some pages to work with. Where in the in the comic book, with and that's only one image per page. So I'm dying to see this book. OS uh, X update available. My computer will restart to complete the update. Why don't they just shove it up their ass? Were they going to make my machine even worse? Uh, <sighs> yeah, I've been going off on a tangent about my no, no, it. it sucks. I'm it. I just... Dude, no, it's it's horrible. If 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 the college asks you to update the the operating system on the Macs, don't do it. Do not do it. You're just going to give yourself trouble. I'm telling you, we love you. We do. Uh, and. We think you're all right. We do. We will call. We will call back. Oh my uh, we will. And uh, we'll be back next week, and we love you so much, and, and join us. Bye, Chris and Jason. We'll see it you. Uh, missed Jason. Yeah, missed he Bo- was missed. It's a train wreck without Jason, isn't it? Dude, but, I mean, we had fun. 
Mm-hmm. We talked about a lot of shit that just I know the show notes probably are gonna... would not care for. So it was nah. it kind of worked out, but it. it um, I think Jason know. would dig on most of it except the Doctor Who, it's Doctor Who stuff. But yeah. it's um no, I mean, well, obviously, I miss Jason, and and we love you all, and and I got to talk to my boys. So I mean, I'm, well, most of my boys. So I mean, I'm I'm good. I'm, my balls, I'm good for and my balls, my balls, and and <laughs> you know, so we'll just you know, it, it's. It is what it is. I if know. you dig it, cool. If not, I mean, whether you dig it. <laughs> All right, we got to go. Know, if you dig it, <laughs> give us an iTunes review. Yes, some people have been doing that, and we are eternally grateful for that. Uh, if if you want to leave us an iTunes review, that's cool. If not, do you want to just come to our forum, hang out with us, forum.bullpenbulletinspodcast.com or www.11oclockcomics.com. Follow us on Twitter, uh, uh, David A. Price. Yes. Uh, I am Vince B O N. Um, Chris is C Neesman, and Jason is J B Wood. J A Y B. Right. J A Y B Wood. So follow us. We're always on the damn Twitter. Right. Yeah. Much to my chagrin lately. All right. See ya. Bye. I dig it. Love you so much. Bye. Oh, I just love you. Call David. I took a sudden notion to go down to the ocean. I got my suntan lotion, my flippers and my mask In proper distribution of fully formed ablutions Formed an ocean of pollution in which I dursn't bask Some turds were teeny tiny and some were big and shiny But they all fucked up the briny in which I dip my toe If you go swimming in the shitus, you'll get worse than dermatitis from the sea of grey detritus Where the sewage ebbs and flows There's no respite, respite from, from the cesspit, cesspit No shelter, shelter from the pond The poor old ocean Is full of motions Where the hell did we go wrong? Like a lamb off to the slaughter Poured myself a glass of water I failed to spot I caught a little creature in my cup I was well and truly bollowed From the fires of hell that followed Twas the cup of life I'd swallowed And it almost did me up Something coming through the plumbing That should not be there at all The glass is brimming And things are swimming And quite frankly, I'm appalled A very hungry fella I defrosted my paella Came down with salmonella Three weeks intensive care They failed to send technicians in To check the air conditioning Which was unfortunately transmissioning A case of legionnaire There's a malaise In the mayonnaise There's a poo-poo In the prawn Where we miss them In the system are being born. There's no respite from the system. There's no shelter from the pond. Where the hell?